video games are happening. <laughs> and then we learn about them. Because, uh, man, can you believe what happened at that uh, Nintendo thing that happened yesterday? I can't believe oh, man. Yeah. that they announced... <laughs> They're they, going to uh, uh, PlayStation. It's wild. That Kirby's dead. No, no, we can't do that <laughs> because then Kirby <laughs> is going to die. B- oh, like no. Masi, or what's his what's his name? Um, no, it's only if you say it. That's you're the one with the curse <laughs> with the power to kill. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh. You're the one with the fucking living death note over here. I am. Like it's uh. Yeah, and you're cursed with killing people. You know what I'm cursed with? Oh no. Ha- having more trophies than you. Welcome to another episode of I Have More Trophies Than You. This is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am one of your hosts. My name is Dr. Ryan, and I am currently the 88th best gamer in all of North America on the PSN PlayStation Network. Yo, 88 kind of seems to be where you uh, are chilling. Like, that seems to be right now. Somewhere around the 87 to 89. It's just like I keep dipping it because i'm because i'm i'm not getting the as many as the easy ones anymore so mm-hmm. i can't progress but i'm also not losing traction so hey still on that uh hey still on that that streak of getting at least one trophy a day and you're like still in the top 100 or 47. yeah still in the top 100 and i am your other host who is not in the top 100 i don't even have a single platinum to my name uh my name is chris <laughs> that makes me angry <laughs> what's up <laughs> you, you you anger me Oh, I forgot to announce my other title. I forgot to announce my other title. Oh, I'm on this podcast. The number one expert on Final Fantasy 14. I know the most. Okay, I I. I knew something about Final Fantasy 14 that Chris did not know. That's we true. Had a, and, and Chris was so confident in there, like, <laughs> I know more about this. Going. I'm going to ask for help I'll from bet you, friends. In I'll bet you $100. And I went, I'll take that bet. And mm-hmm. and then they were so cocky. They went, and I'll take in gift cards. And then guess who was right? The doctor. <sighs> so $100 owed to me. We'll see how long that takes to pay out. Uh, but the, the catch was is I have to read this article that talks about the change in name of not that's uh, no catch. There's no catch. What supposedly no. his name was Archon. Yeah, because remember I said, Oh yeah, I'll pay you as soon as I read that. And you're like, God. No, it. you didn't say so. that. No. Listen, we were doing an old dungeon for me to get a trophy, and I went in there. It's a it's it's a dungeon or uh, an alliance raid where you go with like twenty four people from the original back yeah. in the day when I was playing on PS three with my homeboy Last Cody, and we ran that thing a billion times. And there was a bad guy at the end whose name was like Acheron or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we get in there, and I'm like, they named his they changed his name to Phlegathon or something. I was like, wait, that's not that guy's name. And Chris is like, oh, that's his name. And I was like, no, it's not. And Chris is like, yeah, it totally is. And then guess who was right? Me. And I found a whole thing about it, how they had to change it because of a problem with a mob in the second part of that. The second uh, wing of the dungeon. Second yeah. that wing that had to be named the same thing. And so they changed the name for America. And so I was right. And 100 U.S. American dollars will be appearing in my hand the next time that we see each other, which is the first time we'll ever see each other. See, I'm starting to wonder. I wonder if... I had ever done that dungeon before they did the name change. Doesn't you're you're trying to weasel your way out of a bet 
I said they changed that name, and you said no, they did not, and they did change that name. When they changed the name, they made inconsequential. Yeah, inconsequential. The name was changed. It was. It was, and I I was wrong. I was wrong. But oh 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 oh, that feels so good to hear. (laughs) Oh oh fuck. Yeah, like Final Fantasy, I, I, you were referred to me as Final Fantasy fourteen Master Doctor Ryan, Lore Master Final, Lore Final Master, Fantasy. Eorzean, Eorzean Lore Master Doctor Ryan. Oh my gosh, I can't wait I to ask you about game. like, you know, yeah. Oh man, see, I want to like spoil Endwalker stuff, but I really don't think we're out of that window yet. You can't spoil it because I'm skipping all the cutscenes. <laughs> um, That's we true. have somebody else that we should probably introduce. We do. We have our first guest on the Hi. show. Hello. It's it's me. It's you. What's your name? Hello. Caller, go ahead. From <laughs> first uh, time, long time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Cece, or better probably known to the audience as Soup. Um, I am uh, Chris's wife. That's true. My wife. My wife. Now there we go. All right. Cool. <laughs> Continuity. That's all. That's what we're all about here. Is continuity. Oh, dude. Hey, all I care about is continuity. You, you stick to continuity, and you blaze it along with it, and that's why Fast and the Furious Wait. rules. That's why Saw rules. What's up? Let's. Okay. I. I you know what? Hold we got to break into this quick minute, real what? quick. Have you been watching right. uh, Book of Boba Fett? Yeah. Do you think they're about to change the continuity of Star Wars? What do you mean? Well, so we were talking before. There's some shit in like one of the Clone Wars seasons Rebels, where I think, oh yeah, where fucking Rebels. Ahsoka Tano talks about like multiple, like a multiverse, mm-hmm. and yeah. I am fully confident that they don't want to pinhole themselves into what the the sequels the were. sequels did. Not not because they can't say they're bad. It's right. Disney. They still have to be like these movies are great, but they're like, oh, if we already know the ending, what's the point? So I think they're going to do some like freaky shit and maybe we're going to get like some different timelines so that we can go and do whatever we want. That's well, I think or they're just going to have Grogu not get murdered by Kylo Ren. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I think they've already been walking back a lot of this stuff um, from the sequels in the books um, from what I've heard. But do the books count. Yeah. The, the, yeah, books the, the new canon books do count. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's that's secondhand information. I haven't personally read the books, but that's right. just what I've heard. But you're like the the Star Wars lore expert in my mind. Like anytime I, I have a Star Wars I question, don't know about I ask that. You. like <laughs> I grew up loving I, Star Wars, but like I don't know what happened in the last fifteen years, but like soup just got like really into Star Wars and just knows way more than I could ever know about Star Wars. Fuck yeah. It's because I've always more been into like the like tertiary stuff of Star Wars, like um, like the video games and like all of the like side movies and like TV shows and stuff. That's always like the more interesting Star Wars stuff to me. Mm-hmm. And so now that they're like really pushing that stuff out, like there's just so much like more content for somebody like me. That's like, yeah, give me all the side stuff. Give me all the side characters. Like, right. <laughs> I feel that. I, I genuinely think that's probably like where my enjoyment in Star Wars is right now. It is it's not like within what is the main canon, like the Skywalkers and shit. Like Luke will always be my favorite character in that universe, but 
I'm You're I'm such so a main just, character lover. I love the, look, I'm gonna say this right now for anyone out there. For something to be good in media, like if it's video games, anime, cartoons, TV, movies, whatever, books, the main character has to be the best character. Because if it's not, then what is that story about? <laughs> like, who cares about it then? The main character isn't good. If the main character can't be your favorite, then it's not worthy of your time. Like, that's that's my philosophy. So that's why, like, when you like when it comes to like One Piece, who's my favorite character? Luffy. Duh. Like. Dragon Ball, who's your favorite? Uh, fuck, Goku rules. Like, why would you bet against Goku? Like, or Vegeta, because Vegeta's basically the main character now. John um, Cena shit. It is, but that's the thing. It's like, who's the best in WWE? It's John fucking Cena, dude. Like, no, it makes sense. Not. Like, it's He's never been the best. He sucks. No, the, the best is always Stone Cold. But Well, listen, you can't even see John Cena, Cena so, Daniel you know. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Fuck off. He, is he the yes, 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 dude? I gotta cut myself off from calling him Daniel Bryan now that he's back to his normal name of Brian Danielson. Um, <laughs> in it's AEW. never not confusing. What a genius way. His, to real, na- his real name is Brian Danielson. He's the best technical wrestler probably in the world. Maybe you could make an argument that Zack Sabre Jr. and him are up there. And when he went to WWE, of course, they can't let you use your real name. They got to switch it so they can own the copyright. So they called Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan. And now he's in AEW where he's Brian Danielson again, back to his moniker, the American Dragon. But after like 10 years of calling him Daniel Bryan, before that, you know, whatever years of calling him Brian Danielson. So it's weird. I just have to like Daniel Bryan Danielson over here. It's just going to take a little bit for me to like <laughs> knock my head around it. Yeah. I think we should just call him uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. From now on, there you go. just all encompassing. No. Then you could talk about any era. I, you literally just took my joke of the, the joke where you called him Daniel Bryan Danielson, and you just added another Brian in the middle of it. Yeah, because it's funnier when you put two. Brian no, I don't. It's together. not. I was good. I got it. I did it. Holy shit! Okay, well enough. Uh, fucking Star no, Wars. Hold on. Yeah, I want. I want to. I wanted to talk about something that had nothing to do with video games, really quick. Yeah, because I feel like this would be right up. Both yours, Ali. Go for it. I read, a, I read a book this week. What? That is the most. What? So um, why would you read a book? This is. I like books. Video games. I used to read a lot of books. I'm a book. <laughs> I'm a book boy. What kind of book did you read? Way back. I read the most unfathomably depressing book of my life. A, a sad is, boy book. You. It is say? the saddest oh. boy. But I didn't know how much of a sad boy book it was. Uh, it's from Japan. Okay. Huh? And it's called Tokyo Ueno Station. Oh, okay. okay. Is it about the... Wasn't there like a stabbing that happened there or something? No, this is a book about a guy who's dead. And he's a ghost that has to haunt this station. And it's all about him talking about his life and how much it was just complete ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, it's the, like the a writer made a character to make... Have the worst life that has ever happened in the history of lives just to kick somebody down when they couldn't be even kicked down more. <laughs> yeah. Like I, so I've read some uh, Japanese literature outside of just like manga or whatever. And all of it has been pretty sad, <laughs> like really depressing shit. It's, like <laughs> it's the most depressing thing I've ever read in my entire life. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I would Japanese never read it again. Really pretty sad. It, it was so well written. It was like, a really well put together book, and I never want to look at it again for the rest of my life. 
I feel that there's a couple of uh, Japanese books. I forget the name of the author, except for that her first name, she goes by Banana. I think it's like Banana Yoshida oh, yeah. or something like that. It's always good. You know, it's always going to be good is when somebody is named Banana. I bet it's going to be real happy. <laughs> yeah. So she is like a really well-known like writer and stuff. But man, like her books are super, super well-written, very, very engaging, like super good stuff. But just like the most depressing shit that you've ever read. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not the biggest in... um in fiction reading, I guess. I'm more of a nonfiction oh, no, type. Non-fiction. I did just buy a new nonfiction book. Oh, what'd you, re- what'd you pick up? I got two. I got one at a garage sale. I got Can You Take the Heat? The WWF is Cooking, the JR uh, WWF cookbook. Yeah. You can make things such as Bradshaw Smothered Texas Round Steak or, oh, that's Chris Benoit. We're not going to talk about him. Uh, how about the Mean Street Posse Pot Pie or Farouk's Low Frat Fried Chicken? Uh, Two Cool's Homeboy Fries. So that's a cool. But I, I picked up this book called The Denny's Story. It's about the history of the Denny's Corporation and how they went from being a like a, uh, a local diner to a chain. Huh. Oh, that sounds interesting. Like I, I've picked up two books recently. How? Why? Um. You've picked up two books. You've picked up like ten I've books. Picking, I've been picking up so many books lately, just because like every book now. Like I've been really getting into reading over the last year. Um, and I picked up. I picked up two books. Two. One of them. I picked Chris, up. Chris just found out about reading. You guys. I did. It's fucking amazing. These called books. They're pretty dope. They got like a whole world inside these pages. <laughs> no way. Did you? Oh, whoa, hold on, hold on. Did you know there's a way for you to read books for free? What? They got this thing called the library. Dude. Those idiots just put books out and they let you take them. And then, you know, you bring them back because it's funny to take the books and like, ah, jokes on you. But you, you give them back. But then you can just take another one. Yeah, it's you know, I've heard this little saying. It was having fun isn't hard when you've got your library card. That's from I've uh, never heard, Arthur, I've, I've never heard, I think. I've never, I've never heard that. <laughs> Either way, I picked up uh, the Book of the Five Rings, which is written by Miyamoto Mus- uh, Musashi. Oh, that game, Legend of the Five Rings. Yeah, yeah. Where were you playing? Yeah, that's I was what playing it's based on. <laughs> I was playing the Shadowlands. They're like the Oni from Hell. What did you play? Uh, unicorn, baby. Unicorn. Wow. All day. Awesome. We ride in. I forgot you, I forgot right you know about this. Never mind. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I, I played it's... Phoenix Clan, if anyone cares. No, <laughs> Phoenix Clan are nerds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everybody I know that played Phoenix were huge nerds. They absolutely well, are. All right. <laughs> Dump my books, I guess. I'm a nerd. <laughs> Anyway, what, no, what, what the, the Book of the Five Rings is about uh, Musashi's like because he's one of the greatest swordsmen to ever live. He won like what thirty eight fucking duels, uh, like thirty eight no, and then he retired to the mountains in Kitakyushu, uh, which is where we lived in Japan, um, and lived in a cave to to the end of his life. And he wrote this book about the like the philosophy of his life and like how he would go about just like everything and and what made him keep going on and and what he thought about like life and death and everything inside and out of it and i was like wow that sounds fascinating i just kind of want to hear the thoughts of this this man uh and like you know 
how he got to be this legend that he is. Uh, so I picked that up. I haven't gotten too far into it because oh, I, a spoiler. I know I, I, I've read that. I went to the last page and I found out what his secret was. Oh yeah. Hey, 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 smoke weed every day. Huh? <laughs> oh. I mean, what else are you going to do when you're so, being a hermit in a mountain? You'll, you know, you'll, yeah. you'll get there. And then I also picked yeah, up. Uh, we do not condone drug use here. That is against the law. Well, uh, unless you're in a state that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I don't give a shit. I was just kidding. <laughs> I'm no, covering. Uh, no, none of my patients listen to this. The, the other book I picked up, I want you to read, now. Ryan. It's yeah. It's a 400-page book. No, I got video games to play. The History of Hentai Manga, an Expressionist oh, Examination of Arrow Manga. One trillion percent not reading your fucking smut book. Um... <laughs> It's not. It's it's a. It is. It's like a huge thesis, basically, and I, I cannot wait to read it. Like I'm. I, this is what I'm. I'm digging my teeth in right now. It's 400 pages. It's thick as fuck, but like, I'm so well, fascinated. This is why I have more. Tr- no, I can't say that. If I say that, it'll end the episode. This is why I, my video game count is higher because I'm not around sitting sm- reading smut books. I'm playing <laughs> video games because it's time for the platinum report, baby. Woo! Play this. Play this come to you today as the 88th best gamer in all of North America, the 566th best in the world, up on both of those, up one since last week, uh, since last week, I don't know, two weeks, but we've gotten 15 new platinum trophies since last episode, plus I went back and finished uh, the DLC to it, so 100% of the game already had the trophies for, or the platinum for, spoiler, it's the game we're talking about this episode, so I did go back and uh, finally beat all the DLC to Horizon, and then beat the game again on ultra hard mode, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Mm -hmm. Finally. Platinum, what what was that? (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Oh, you, whatever. You got you got all the trophies? Uh, no. There we go. <laughs> all right. There all right. It is. I right. did beat the DLC before you. I just, yeah. Did you beat the game on New Pl- New Game Plus Ultra Hard? Oh, no, I don't fuck That's with New Game Plus. <laughs> all right. So we got, I, I'm going to admit, I, uh, I faltered a little bit, and a lot of this is garbage. Uh, we got Round Invaders, which was... I, I can't even explain what it was. It was like a shmup where you go around a, a, a planet and shoot things, but it's all really slow and made for children. It sucks. We got Gav Gav Odyssey, which is a game where you can put in a code to just hit L1 and skip the entire game and get the platinum in a minute because it was on sale. Perfect. Uh, we got Starlight Shores on PS4 and PS5. That is a dating sim game about, I believe, teenagers on a beach. I don't know. I just did everything I could to get the platinum really quick. We got the Platinum in Super Onion Boy 2 on PS4 and PS5. That was just a nice little platformer game. About a 20, 25-minute platformer. That's just fun. I like platformers. Uh, We got all the trophies in Wonder Book, Book of Spells on the PS3. Do you know about Wonder Book? Yeah, this is... Is this the weird PlayStation, like, move slash eye? So, it was a thing for the PlayStation 3 that... uh, There's four games for it. Right. I own two of them, the two that are the Harry Potter ones, and then there's two more out there in the wild I was sending to get. But the first one, it comes with, like, a little book that has, like, those AR codes on it. 
you know, when this shit first came out and it was like, you know, they gave it to you with like the 3DS and the Vita had one and the PS3 of like, you put this card in front of the camera and it reads it and it makes a little 3D thing on it. And it's like, oh, you can move it around. So it was that with a book and you're casting spells from Harry Potter. It's like, I'm doing a spell. And then uh, you get a platinum trophy in a couple was it hours. Cool? It was Did you feel fine. like Harry Potter while you played? Did you put I, on like a little uh, robe and a, a hat? I and... I, no, I uh, sat in my living room and casted spells while watching what did i was i was with friends on discord and oh, i yeah. think we were watching we were watching something we were watching yeah i do remember this now i was a part of this yeah <laughs> yeah what were we watching i have no fucking clue i don't remember i was talking to you guys and just being like this game's ass mm-hmm. but i got it it's rare so good to have uh it's hard to get the whole thing with the fucking book um, we got the Platinums in the PS4 and PS5 versions of The Ketchup Story, which is a game where you just press R1. It's a cookie clicker type game, but it's called The Ketchup Story, and I thought it was funny to have a Platinum that had the word ketchup in the title. Uh, they put Active Neurons on PS5, which was a block. It's a block puzzle. I've played it already on PS4 and Vita, so I got another one. Uh, they put out a free upgrade to Fast and the Furious Spy Racers Rise of Shifter to get it again on PS5. So I knocked that out again. Uh, we got the platen for My Mate, which is another like infuriatingly bad controlling platformer, but I did it. Uh, for our friends over there at Breakthrough Gaming Christian Arcade, we do have Pinball. They made a pinball game that is dog shit. I got the platinum in 37 seconds. But it was a dollar. And Zippy the Circle Challenge 5, uh, 6, and 7, which is all one platinum. And then the last platinum I got for this episode was Uncharted Drake's Fortune Remastered. Fuck Ooh. that game. Did you just get that platinum? I got that platinum uh, to, on Monday. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that game on Crushing mm-hmm. is unfair to the point of being unfun. Mm. Would you say it is, in fact, crushing? Yeah. So, it's a PS3 launch era. I, I don't think launch era, but, you know, like... It, it's, it's pretty a, early. Launch window. It's a, it, uh, I don't right? remember. It's an early PS3 cover shooter that controls like ass. And on crushing, they'll kill you in two or three hits, but to, there's no way to shoot. Like, you think in a, in a cover shooter, you know, it's like you can shoot over cover, right? Mm-hmm. If you shoot over cover, it still pops you up where they can hit you. Oh. Oh. It is a game that is solely about running into an arena and then trying to find cover, except they're like, think about it like if they put you in a square and you entered one of the corners. So your back is to a corner, you can't Mm -hmm. back up, and they throw guys not directly in front of you, but at the sides where they did not give you cover. Uh Oh. And you're trying to run around, not being able to find cover to get shot. So you finally, after so many, like, at least they're good with some checkpointing, right? Except you kill everyone. Great. And then they'll send another wave. Fine. And then they'll send a wave behind you. Oh. And that is my number one, like, unforgivable sin in video games is spawning enemies behind you. Yeah, that seems kind of pointless for a cover shooter if they're coming from all sides. Correct. There's no real way to get good cover because they want you to constantly be moving instead of taking cover and sh- firing. Right. Except the way that the the cover, like from cover to cover, it's fucking impossible. So you just kind of find a find a place to try to 
like you try to find ways to hide behind walls so that you can kind of glitch them out where it's like you can see but they can't and it's hard the game hits a halfway point where the enemies are now like soldiers with armor and so it's like great now they take even more hits and we they gave the guys shotguns where in this mode you can take about three hits and then you're dead unless they have a shotgun and that's just a one hit kill (laughs) and they keep putting out waves of shotgun guys well, they put dudes in the back with rocket launchers that are also one-hit kills. So it's constantly like, all right, I've killed 17 guys. Oh, they spawned a guy behind me with a shotgun. I immediately die. Oh, got to start the entire wave over. Th- that game, it was, it was fucking something. I wanted to, like, get the Platinums and all the Uncharted games, and I hear they get easier as they go along, but that game fucking broke me. Now... That being said, there are still a couple of the uh, trophies that I don't have in the DLC. One of them is for beating the game on an even harder difficulty called Brutal. And you would say, well, there's no way Ryan's going to fucking do that. Except there is a way that once you beat the game, they unlock tweaks, which are like cheats. You can't use them on Brutal, except that there's a glitch to use them. So I am Mm -hmm. currently playing through the hardest difficulty, but with infinite ammo and one hit kills. So it's like, I'll get, I'll die in one or two hits, but they all die in one hit. And when I get a weapon that can like auto spray, I'm just mowing people down. So it's like, it's hard, but it's not. There's also a trophy for doing what's called a continuous speed run where you just, you have to beat the entire game in like two and a half hours. And you have to do it while using a skin where it's like Drake, but he's like a big old fat guy. Oh yeah, Donut Drake, right? I'm willing to do those because in all three of these games, the Donut Drake speed runs, You'll understand once I tell you the names of these trophies. Are you ready? Yeah. So the first one is called The Fat and the Furious. <laughs> oh, well, that right there. The next one is called Too Fat, Too Furious. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the third one is called uh, The Fat and the Furious Yemen Drift. <laughs> so I feel a oh, Yemen Drifter, but I feel like I have to get those. Yeah, those are yeah. on brand. You need those in your collection. Uh, I also got a bunch of trophies in Final Fantasy 14 because we've been playing that. I also have been getting a bunch of trophies in Among Us because we've been playing that for fun. Uh, and then I got some new trophies in another game that we'll talk about later. <laughs> I'm I'm worried about this game that we're going to talk about later, later. About later. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's have... my platinum report. What have, uh, what have you guys been playing? Um, Soup, do you want to do you want to start? What have you been playing lately? Oh, uh, well, I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 with you, too, of course. Um, but other than the constant ongoing Final Fantasy 14-ness, uh, I've been playing a lot of Mass Effect. Um, I have never played Mass Effect before, so I've been playing through the Legendary Collection. Um, as kind of like my first uh, foray into, I mean, I, I played like 20 minutes of like Mass Effect 1, like way yeah, back that in doesn't the way. Count, though, like. And I haven't actually sat down and played it. So um, I sat down and beat Mass Effect 1, and now I'm making my way through the loyalty missions in Mass Effect 2. Nice. I, I, I know that um, sitting here watching you play through Mass Effect 1 and 2 reminded me of how much I fucking don't remember a goddamn thing that happens in either of those games. <laughs> Well, that's why I've been playing through them. So you that's the first one I, I have a bit more of a recollection of now since you've played through it all. And I'm, I kind of remember the whole gist of that story. The second one, it's like slowly coming back to me, but it's like I'm 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 excited to kind of like dive back in and, and do the third one finally. But I think I've, I'm probably going to do that, you know, right around when you get to it, just so that we can like talk about it to each other, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. And then I'm sure, you know, we'll probably talk about Mass Effect here on the show before too long. Um, but yeah, have For you sure. been... Uh, who, who's your favorite so far? And why uh, is it Garrus? <laughs> I mean, Garrus is a real bro. Like, sure. just Gar- solid... Garrus is the homie. Solid best friend material. Just real great. Um... Mm-hmm. My 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 homegirl Tali. I wish I could romance her, but I'm playing oh. Femship, so I can't. Oh. That's too um, bad. It's dumb. Yeah, it. But I I've heard that she becomes like just your bestest of best friends. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I did romance Liara, uh, certified nerd Liara, um, and now she's friend zoning me in too. So that's that's cool. That's great. It's fine. I'm dealing Wait. with it. Oh. Uh- Oh, you haven't played the DLC yet, have you? It, the DLC is built into the Legendary Collection, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I have Did you played... not do Layer of the Shadow Broker yet? Yeah, I have. I've I've done yeah. her uh, Shadow Broker. she friend you? Yeah, she friend-zoned she, me. Oh, you fucked up, because you can bang her. <laughs> okay, so, like, yeah, there's, there's an option where you can be, like, pushy with her and be like, well, I'm still way into it, and I'm going to force myself to you know force you to like me again basically and i was just like nah it doesn't really feel like a good like character it doesn't feel like a good in character choice to mm-hmm. to do that it felt like she was really apprehensive about the relationship and like rightfully so i'd been dead for two years you know she had already grieved and moved on and I'm everything pretty sure the only reason it's like that is because it was dlc later so yeah like, when you were originally playing it you might have like if you uh, romance her in the first one and you're like oh she's not in this one so I'm gonna go after you know Miranda or whatever it's be like she'll be show- she'll show up and you're like oh I thought you were dead it's all good do you know the whole purpose of why they kill you at the beginning of the game though so it's, that you can reset well no it's it's because the first one didn't come out on PS3 and the second one did oh so yeah, they needed that's right. to give a purpose for a reset <laughs> yeah so. But it, it's fine. Like we're just friends for right now. She says, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll work out in the end. And you know, trophy just... if you don't romance someone in this game because there's that trophy for romancing someone throughout all three games. So you bet you, you got to get on that. Yeah. We're, well, you know, right now we're just seeing other people. I'm feeling <laughs> other people out. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> Uh, I'm also really digging Kasumi, another one of the the DLC characters. Oh, yeah, she's, um, uh, she's super cool, and her teleport power is like, how can I get that? That's super tight. Um, but again, another another cool chick in a hood that I can't romance. So I guess I look forward to being friends with her too. <laughs> Bioware. <laughs> the, who do you? Who's like your go-to teammates for missions? Because I can tell you who I thought were the best in that game. Um, in one, it was solidly, like, Garrus and Tali and, like, maybe Liara, and then I started mixing in Rex towards, like, the end of the game, like, after I saved his ass on that one planet. Um, but then, uh, in two, I've actually been, like, really switching it up a lot, and I don't think that I've taken the same team on, like, the same mission. Yeah. For me, in one, it was 100% Garrus and Rex. And then in two... It's Miranda and Morden because with Miranda, she's got stuff to get around shields and barriers, and Morden has the incinerate to get around armor or however. Yeah, you know, so it's like with those two, and I, I was—I don't know what class you were playing. But I played a soldier through all three. 
Mm, yeah. So see, in the the first one, I played a biotics user because give me a magic option that, and I'll take is that, it. Is that adept? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and then would you play in this one? In the second one, I decided to mix it up, and I'm playing the like sniper assassin class. Um, cause oh, I, uh, infiltrator. Yeah, because I'm yeah. like really, really good with snipers for some reason mm. in that game, and so I was like, okay, this class specializes in that. I guess I'll go ahead and take it. Um, it's because snipers so... are just point, click, kill. <laughs> yeah, that game was one hundred percent the assault rifle. So it's just like, all right, I don't need superpowers. I have, I cast gun. and shoot people in the head but um yeah as a soldier fucking you just have miranda and you have morden is like oh they got shields or armor or barriers get rid of that shoot 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 and just kill everyone i i just the one thing i do remember about that game was at the end of the game uh there's a seek a bunch of sequences where like people well well hold on hold on how far are you in mass effect 2 don't spoil anything yeah don't spoil okay uh (laughs) soup you had 10 years close your ears first i mean i've said this before but i did everything in my power to try to kill fucking miranda and she shouldn't she wouldn't die she wouldn't die i'm sorry why would you kill miranda why would you kill the best character why would you kill the best character she's the worst the best character here's the best characters miranda garris you know garris i i don't think miranda's morton's cool i like him I don't uh, think that Miranda's the best character, but like I, I am like she's such I'm, a like, bitch. She I'm like rules. she's she's like I'm lukewarm on her. I follow like solidly in the middle on Miranda, but like there's something about her character that makes me want to make her like me. <laughs> she's fucking Yvonne Strahotsky, dude. No, everything about her character made me want to grab her by the ankles and throw her into the. Did you ever watched uh, uh, Doug? No, what's that show called? Steve. What was the name of that show where well, the guy's like a, a spy, but he's like, cause he got a computer in his head. Mr. Bean. No. Zip. Um, What's the fucking name of that show? Zachary Quinto, not Zachary Quinto. That's heroes. Uh, Zachary Levi. It was on NBC. It had Yvonne Trahotsky and Adam Baldwin. And he was like a guy that worked at a Best Buy, but they couldn't say Best Buy. And he got like a spy computer in his head. I have no clue what you're talking about. I have about. never heard of that. Craig, somebody write in. Tell us the name of the show. I'm, no, I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Zachary, have you never really heard of the show? Well, yeah, I don't watch a lot of TV. Chuck. It was called Chuck. Chuck. Oh, I was. Close. I have heard of that before. I was close. I said Steve. That's like close enough. I've heard yeah, the name of the show before, yeah, but I've never known what it was show. about. It was it was, so yeah, no. The idea was that. It was some nerd dude that worked at like the geek squad of a fake Best Buy. And then his best friend from college or whatever was a CIA dude. And he was on some mission and there was some like computer that got scanned into his brain when it, before his friend got murdered by bad dudes. And then the CIA has to be like, you work with us now. And uh, the CIA and the NSA, and they're like, you're a super spy now. You got to be because we can't get the thing out of your brain. But if they find out <laughs> that the uh, bad guys are Wait, coming for you. Hang on. They just took the fucking premise of Full Metal Panic and put it into a shitty American what's, fucking what's show. Full Metal Panic? Full Metal Panic is oh. an anime. Uh, well, actually, it was a, it's a novel. Uh, it was a novel in Japan that was turned into an anime. Um, that it's about 
uh, these people that are born with like all this technology in their brain, they don't fucking know it, but like certain things can trigger it or like you can learn it if you're like really skilled. But the main character, she's like, she's a whispered and she has all this black technology is what they call it. No, it's different. And there are people always trying to come and get her, but then there's uh, a child soldier from no. Afghanistan that they put with her it's and they're like not the same at all of what same I just show. said it's such you the same are, show it's not the same show they were like we have to protect you or else all the bad people are gonna come and get you the only no. you got shit in your brain they have things in their heads yeah this they is, got military somebody, in their head this is somebody gets uh, a fucking like the knocklist from Mission Impossible in their head and it also gives them like the dude has like muscle memory of he can just like tap into it and be a superhero, basically. Oh yeah, that's that's Full Metal Panic. Yeah, that's Full Metal Panic. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is way better. But there's I'm a giant Google, robot. I'm gonna Google Chuck and Full Metal Panic and see if anyone has ever put this together. I hope there's like one thing from like my anime list that's like has anyone. Full Metal Panic is a TV show very similar to Chuck. See, there you go. But Chuck came out first. What? No. Oh, it didn't. what? No way. Uh, Full Metal Panic started in, yeah, yeah predates. That's, looking, that's an old school Chuck. anime. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. I the way I read it, I thought it said that Chuck predated. Oh, Full okay. Metal yeah, because Full Metal Panic's like one of those like. Early but let me ask you this anime. about uh, Full Metal Panic. Was it yeah. sponsored by Subway? No, thank God. Well, there you go. So Chuck is better because <laughs> I can watch Chuck and get a sweet onion chicken teriyaki sandwich. Oh. But also, please don't ask about the guy that we gave a lot of money to a few years ago. <laughs> you didn't do that. <laughs> oh, no. Chuck's, Chuck's on another path now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so that's what the C stood for. Got it. It's Chuck. What's, what's the other one start for, then? Huh? Never mind. This is a bad bit. Oh, that's, 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 that's a, I put that joke together, and that is a terrible joke. I don't like that joke. Chuck Panic. No, leave this in so people can know your shame of this oh, joke. Oh fuck. Bad joke. Anyway, oh, uh, somebody put the bad bit up. Uh, bad bit alarm had, up. Oh, bad bit alarm. Whoop. Zachary Levi, Yvonne Trahotsky, Adam Baldwin. Chuck, check it out. It's streaming Holy somewhere, shit. probably. I bet it's on Hulu. I bet it's on Hulu. Chuck streaming. Is it a USA show or was it? No, it was it was an NBC show. Oh, it's on HBO Max. Watch it on HBO Max. Oh, Holy HBO shit. Max uh, sponsor this podcast. Yeah, please, please do. I love your service. And then when, when we get on there, of, put us in smiling friends because that would. Be I've been watching a lot of Paramount Plus recently, actually, because they got all the Jackass yeah. movies. Oh well, that makes oh sense. yeah. I have all those on okay. Blu-ray though, so I'm good. I have. Jackass the movie on VHS because my Holy DVD shit. copy got uh, snapped. That's but, not, I would love a VH copy uh, of Jackass one. That would be oh, tight. It's great. it's great. Hey, video games. Yeah. Um, I played some video games. Well, oh, yeah. you got thirty seconds to talk about them. All right. I played. <laughs> I played uh, Sea of Thieves. I've been dipping back into that a little bit because uh, such a good game to just turn everything off and just sail around I, I found that i've like sailing in the last like 10 years of my life you just do sailing then that's that i, I told soup that one day i'm going to fake my own death in japan no, and then you could just go on a boat you don't have to make this hard no no no, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna fake my death so that no one knows that i exist anymore and then i'm gonna yeah. get a boat and i'm just gonna run like 
berries in Japan, and that's it. Also, uh, audience, please note that I'm not included in yeah. this escape. Hey, hey if, if you like <laughs> well, that, about yeah, that's people how leaving, it. if you like the stories about people leaving their wives <laughs> and like ruining lives, you should read the book Tokyo Ueno Station. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, I, I played a game called uh, Let's Build a Zoo. I think that's what it's called. Oh, uh, we bought yeah. a zoo, the video game? Yeah, basically. No. It's basically with, that. Uh, Matt Damon? Yeah. You get a run around with Matt Damon and you build a zoo, and it's kind of. I'm going nice. to buy the zoo from We Bought a Zoo so that I can say that I bought the zoo. Oh, dude. Then Did you can you say I bought the more zoo zoos from We you. Bought a Zoo. I tweeted that out like two weeks ago at like 11 o'clock at night because I thought it was funny. And I don't know why. I just thought that was a very. I funny thought you tweet. were going to end that with, and then I deleted it at eleven thirty because I realized how silly my. No, I don't. I don't. I don't delete tweets. I only delete tweets if I see like a glaring, like if I spelled something wrong. But that's, if it's a dumb tweet, I keep it up. That's me. If you ever see me tweet, that's probably the fifth tweet that I've sent out in a row because like I noticed misspellings or like I accidentally hit enter too early or something. Oh. So uh, apologies, anyone that tries to see my tweets and it just gets deleted real quick. It's because I'm dumb and don't know how to spell. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Though I haven't really been doing too much lately. I've been uh, been too much of a sad boy to play video games. So other than one game that uh, is slowly taking up a lot of my time, which is called uh, Dragway. So called what? Dragon Quest. Oh. Dracway. That's what uh like, the shorten Dracway. So in Japan they shorten everything uh because it's cool. Like Mun. I want one of those and I Sumati. Those, I want one of those slime PS4 controllers. That's pretty dope. That would be nice. I there there were a few times I had like opportunities to buy that or like the slime like PS3 that's like silver. That, that fucking there's a metal slime Vita and I just like I could buy it. It's only four hundred dollars. Yeah. I could buy it. I don't need it, but I could that, buy it. Honestly, though, four hundred bucks that's that's not bad. I have a Vita. I don't yeah, need another one. You could well, but it's cool collector's one. Yeah. You know who has one of those slime controllers? Who? Back. Gerard the completionist. Oh, how dare you? He does. <laughs> how dare you? Fucking Gerard, dude. <laughs> You know what? I will say I have such like I always had respect for that man. Uh, he until he said this. Go ahead. Oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it's not that. It's it's. I have even more respect for him now because oh. now like uh, there are times where like we play games for the show, and uh, I have such a respect for that man for being able to do that for ten years straight, like twice a week. That's insane. You know, that's the thing about this show this is the first time since we started the the show that i've actually played the game for the show before we like before all these ones are things i've played before right so it's like the the closest thing before was when we did resident evil 8 because i had beat it a couple months ago this is the first time and then this next episode i'm playing that game right now i have never actually before these have all been games i've already beat this is the first time that it's like i'm gonna play a game uh, and then we're going to talk about it very soon. And it feels like a book club. And yeah. I know we've been saying that, like, that's the whole point of this show, the why we say them early. But it's like, oh, now I'm doing the book club part. It's kind of fun, actually. Yeah, I, I really like I, I not to to cloud what I was saying, but like, yeah, I, I kind of enjoy it. It's it, it can be tough at times um, yeah. just to like motivate or, you know, sometimes you just want to do other things. But like that man completes a fucking game 100%. to be fair that man is getting paid a lot of money to complete a game whereas we're just doing this for fun that's that's i i, I assume he lives pretty 
comfortably, especially now that he like works for G4 and stuff. But like, I I, I do like appreciate that he pays a team and like he, you know, he's he's at least a job creator, too. So it's like, I don't mind that he's making a lot of money, but like I'm a job creator kills it, man. He's a fucking hustler. Why are we talking so much about Gerard the Completionist on my podcast? It's because about me. one day we're going to get him on this show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Probably yeah, not. That we're would be too awesome. small time. We are too small. Time. <laughs> it, it, it'll start somewhere. But uh, but yeah, uh, I just want to say I, I do have immense respect for that dude now. So yeah, sure. He's great. I, all jokes aside, I love the idea of a, of a one sided war. Of me versus Gerard the Completionist, <laughs> so doesn't even know what's going. He's like, I have more trophies than that guy. Why is everyone talking about him? And everyone's just like, shut up, Ryan. There, there will be one day where I will have to make a uh, a Twitter trait, like the clip no. that we throw up absolutely. to be like, hey, get ready for the episode, where we're not. like, oh yeah, Gerard. No, and don't. then I'll tag no. him. No, one, no, one hundred percent. Right now, never do that. Anyone listening to this, someone's gonna think it's funny to go to a show. And go up to Gerard and like, oh, I know guys more trophies. Than you. Don't do that. It's not no, funny. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's we're, we're not on. trying to be facetious towards Gerard. Or anything. We're we're st- I I am trying to sell. Like I love that dude. I think he's great. I, like no one be mean to Gerard. You, he's too good. Doing that on Twitter, one hundred percent. You won't see it, and it'll make us look like dicks. Yeah, that's so, true. It's funny in this form to with ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. I can convey my own sense of sarcasm. You know, I'm joking. You cannot convey my sarcasm for me. That's true. Well, that's and why you, have have you, you do it. Through, uh, I can think of, I can think of a couple of people I know are listening to this right now who definitely would think it's funny to do that. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, to you, you know, in particular, you know, you know who, who you are. If you're listening to this and you're thinking Ryan's probably talking about me, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it will not be funny if you do that. Oh fuck! It will make it will here. Let me. Let me play out. This is exactly what will happen. You will go up to Gerard the Completionist to go, oh, I know a guy has more trophies than you. Why do you have more trophies? And he'll go, huh, all right, bye. And then that will be the end of it. Dude, and you will feel like shit. And then you'll walk up going, I was so, I was a jerk to Gerard the Completionist, and he's going to remember it forever. Gerard will forget about it in three seconds, and it will ruin the rest of your life. Go ahead. You, you sounded like Gerard for like, yeah, I was uh, going to say that's a really good Gerard impression. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, like holy shit. No, people, I, I legit that, like well, go ahead. a dream guest on this show. Uh, outside of my wife is. Uh, excuse me. Excuse wife. me. There we go. <laughs> would be Gerard. My, I think that my dope. dream guest would be Henry Cavill. Let's get him. <gasps> That would be, oh, that would be so cool. And we'll do the Witcher game that episode. Can I can I be on that episode? Can we do yeah, that? No! Get out! <laughs> oh, All suits shit. will be kicked outside. The Witcher no. 3. Could you imagine one day we play the Witcher 3 for this show? Oh fuck. I tried fuck playing that. that game. I tried getting the platinum in that game on Death March. That game is so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we should talk about a video game. Yeah, we we well, I didn't, but uh we got a video game Wait. to talk about. What? Hold on. What do you mean you didn't? So, remember that surprise I told you that I was going to drop on you? Yeah? I didn't play this fucking game. We, that's why get we brought a guest f- in. Get out. Get out. <laughs> I tried uh, great. my Here's, hardest. Welcome to an episode of Just Me and Soup. Chris is not allowed to talk <laughs> at all. No, no, no. It's like 45 minutes. No, you're done. No, 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 no. You have to, you have to let me... Um, finish here right okay uh because here's the thing is that uh there's one thing 
that I really like uh, doing. Oh, God, this is just coming out wrong now that I'm finishing the sentence with my wife. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Every night. Oh. <laughs> uh, trying, to, trying to keep this we got, all ages. Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's playing games with my wife. And one thing that we like to do uh, is a lot of times we'll find a game and we will sit down and play it together. Uh, this was a game that... Uh, for all intents and purposes, I have zero interest in. I, I don't know what it is about the genre, but I just cannot get into the like post-humanity genre, like post-apocalyptic. Oh, like, that's like my, one of my favorite futures. genres of all time. I, Would you I say that you have a Horizon Zero interest in it? Yeah, I have a Horizon Zero interest this, in it. And, and it like, was also the game that came out at the same time as Breath of the Wild, so it was already kind of like, well, there are two games that kind of fulfill this same space. Hold on. Hey, really quick? Yeah. This game is better than Breath of the Wild. Well, no. No. Yep. No way. Great, great yeah. job by me for yeah. being so brave to say a true statement. And uh controversial so yet brave opinion there. Yeah, wow. I, was, I stand by it. I think this I think this is a better game than Breath of the Wild. That's, that's a tough one. I just... like Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild is fun, but Breath of the Wild gets boring after a while. I know people are always just like, it's an open world and you can do whatever you want. I don't I I want a structured that Breath of the Wild is just like, hey, there are four beasts, go do them. Alright, did them. Alright, go kill Ganon. Alright. Game's over. Uh, there's all this side things, and you can go here. It's like right. I, mm. here, it's very simple. There is a story. It's a very compelling story, which we will get into here in a second. Mm-hmm. I love the themes. I it, it hits all of my favorite things: post-apocalyptic, dystopian, ultra tech. Um, you know, all this shit. It blends it all together. It's an open world game where everything that happens in it matters and makes sense there's storylines it's fun to control and it's got cool bow shooting mechanics it's a great game yeah i that it's a hard thing to compare those two games because i think that I, I they think they're are, drastically different games i don't think I people only compare them because they came out within a couple of months of right and they're both yeah. open world. they're both open world i think they're entirely different both, like, this both is an kind open of- world Post third person apocalyptic. Yes, they, they yes. It, it, Breath of the Wild is kind of a post apocalyptic game. However, Breath of the Wild truly is just like a. It is ten hours of story and a hundred hours of exploration and exploration. Whereas this is a game that is there's exploration, but everything serves a purpose. Right. Whereas yeah. I feel like you can skip. I can't tell you how many times I've I've heard people talk about Breath of the Wild and it's like, yeah, I did this, and people are like, I never saw that. It's like, and some people think that's a positive. Some people think that's a positive, and it truly probably is. But for me, it's like, oh, well, why did you go over there? Mm Because I could. Well, what did it serve the overall narrative? Didn't really. It was just fun. It's like, that's cool. I want everything to be in. This is how I am. I want everything to be either a side story or plot or something. I don't want to just be. I went to an island and they took all my shit. Okay, (laughs) why? Like, (laughs) because it was cool. That's something I've learned. Uh, like as a trait of yours is like it's it's structure you know getting from point A to point B and how fast can you do that right and do everything in between uh, but like I, with I, Breath of the Wild I love that it is 
it is it is it is a masterpiece in exploration because most of that game is just you figuring out what to do next like that's what i think is so great about that game is because it it does unshackle you from the the story and and going specific paths because there are even story beats that you might not even see through the game because they're only in like glimpses of the past that you have to find um but i think that's that's a strong point to it because i love just kind of being in that world and then and and like you said it, like going and finding the shrine well why'd you do that and like what does that serve the narrative it well the, the narrative is that i'm this hero waking up after 100 years and i'm re-exploring the world and being able to just go from point a to point wherever because of the the sole reason of being oh that looks interesting i'm gonna go walk over there and see what's going on in in this neck of the woods and then you like find a new mob that you haven't seen in in the game or you run into a weird dragon floating through the sky or uh, a temple underground i think that that is so cool and it's it's the fact that there are hundreds of instances of of that in that game that i think that is what it's selling moniker should be like that is that is the selling point of the game like that is what makes that game so great however uh this is a game with a narrative that is very straightforward like it's it it, everything like you said everything serves a purpose there are things to support specific plots and subplots um in which you can say that like zelda doesn't have that and i totally you know it's kind of true it doesn't really have a lot of that but i think that's that is a strong point of that game and it doesn't but it doesn't deter from it or it doesn't the, detract from this game either like they're just completely there a dawn episode not the, i know i know i just had, it was episode. it was inevitable because those games just happened at the same time that we yeah. had to at least yeah. give a little bit of it so they're pretty synonymous with each other they really point. are and they're just totally different games but it's just so fascinating that like i mean even here 5 years later we're still kind of like putting in my mind i still kind of see them together because they were the two these two massive games that people still like praise and talk about a lot today and and especially being as like genre defining as they are uh both of the games respectively uh today uh, or to to a today's standard there we go uh of the open world rpg and i i think that it's it's interesting that like we had uh, that and then Horizon and even like Metal Gear, they all kind of came around the same time-ish, like in same couple of year span um, that have all just done the open world just a little bit differently than the others um, or maybe even similar, but like just fresher. And it's it's kind of revamped the whole genre in my mind. So Yeah, that's kind of my worry with uh, Horizon Forbidden West coming out so close to Elden Ring is... I'm afraid that the it's, same it's thing another is going to happen. Well, I don't see how anyone could compare fucking Horizon, a third-person uh, archery-based open-world adventure, and Elden Ring, the new Dark Souls. They're, you can't... I, I could see them comparing them in the sense that both are very challenging games, um, that the challenge kind of lends to... Um, the giant dinosaurs that you have to figure out how to fight. I, this is a, I, I, these we're you guys are grasping at straws. <laughs> I'm just worried. Okay. I'm worried about I'm my not, horizon. I'm not worried. Horizon's going to do great. Horizon comes out a week from today. Um, 
and it's going to do great. And Elden Ring doesn't come out till the week after that, and no, a bunch of weirdos are going to play. What isn't it the week? It after? has been delayed twenty-one days. I thought that was a joke. I thought that was a joke. I thought it was serious. Like that's the only thing I've seen about it. Like it, it may be a joke. Let me check. I hope it's a joke because I would I fuck check the twitters. Yeah. No, it got delayed from January to February twenty-fifth. Yeah. Hmm. It's coming out. It's coming out in two uh, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. I hope so then, because yeah, I'm not seeing anything about a March. Delay. I saw that thing, and then I thought I saw a thing last night. There was an issue of like it got delayed to March 21st, and yeah. then if you read the rest of it, it's a joke. Oh, okay. Oh, Man, why people gotta got to be doing that to me? You got fooled, and you. I got fooled. Now, I got, now, got. Are, you, are you gonna leave this in, or are you gonna cut it out? No, I'm gonna leave it in because I don't okay. want to look. Well, there you like go. Fool. Chris looks like a fool. And now it's time to fucking talk about Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Not like other it? bullshit. This was my 16th overall platinum, by the way. Holy shit. I platinumed oh, wow. this back on March 4th, 2017. Uh, and <laughs> I love this Walking into the platinum world. 17 uh, platinums, a thousand more now. Almost. Oh, what am I at? I, I didn't say in the, the platinum report what I'm at. I'm at uh, 1,026. Yeah, oh. so you're a thousand platinums away from this one. Well, no, seventeen. I'm yeah. a thousand and a thousand and ten. Oh, you're a thousand ten. Still, no. you're seven. Whatever. Thousand. Yeah, nine. He, thousand nine. Twenty-six minus seventeen. Yeah, thousand nine. Yeah. We can do math. Why are we, we talking that. about? Okay, okay. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, made by Guerrilla Games. Uh, is a great fucking game. So here, I'm gonna me and uh, Super now going to talk about the plot of this game. Yes. Well, I guess oh, you watched it. So you, I guess Chris, you did watch it. I so was. You, I was. I, I was right next to her for basically. You can talk about game. plot because you watched. Oh, do you? What do you mean? Oh, geez, I know the plot of this game. Uh, just because there's a lot. <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of plot. <laughs> well, okay. So here's the premise. Uh, it's the it's the far, far, far future. And people don't know what happened, you know, why the world ended. But they, all they know now is that uh, it's whatever. I think in actuality, it's like the 31st century. But of course, they don't uh, know I think it's like 3026 or something like that. Something like that. Um, and this game takes place in the po- post-apocalyptic wasteland that used to be Colorado, Wyoming and Utah. You find that out later. But uh, it, it's basically you're just somewhere. And our main character is Aloy, who is a outcast from a tribe of people called the Nora, because mm-hmm. everybody is kind of devolved back into like tribal systems. And the Nora are these people that distrust. Tech- oh, yeah, we didn't. I, I forgot to mention the biggest like difference is that giant fucking robot animals roam the fucking wastes. Mm hmm. Like, people don't know where they came from. They don't know what they do. There's just robot animals everywhere. Yeah, and there's they, some regular animals, too, but uh, yeah, the, yeah. the big there's, ones are... There's, there's nothing bigger than, like, a goat, you know? Yeah. There's goats and there's, there's turkeys and shit. Uh, but there's no, like, lions or anything. But there's big, giant animals. And for the most part, they leave... Hu- most of them leave humans alone. Uh... Some of the humans, they like, they hunt them for like parts. So you'll see these people in like very like primalistic gear, but with like wires and shit. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, Aloy is cast out at birth from Denora, who they are a group of people that don't like technology so much. They worship nature, and they're like, mm-hmm. the technology is bad. We don't really, we don't go to places the old ones went to. We stay away from like crypts of like technology, uh, and we we rely off the earth. And she's cast out because she doesn't have a mom. Yeah, they just find her one day, and they're like, if you don't got a mom, you didn't come from nature. Get the fuck out. Well, they they specifically uh, worship the All Mother, which is yeah. in their eyes this mountain. Um, that somehow defeated a uh, what they call the metal devil. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Aloy was oh. found uh, without uh, a mom, and uh, that apparently is like she was found a crime. <laughs> so she's outcast. She was crime born, found outside this inside the mountain, outside this big door, and they're like, "Get the fuck out!" And this dude named Ross picks her up, and uh, she's just like. The, the first parts of this game is like a prologue where you're playing her as a kid where she's basically <clears throat> like being sad and then she falls down a hole like Batman mm-hmm. and uh, finds a cave full of technology and finds this little what basically is a Bluetooth ear earpiece called a Focus. Yeah, the, the Silver Dorito. Yeah, the Silver Dorito. She puts that on her ear and it's like a little augmented reality device that like it shows her stats. It's how you can have a HUD basically. Right. And mm-hmm. ever since then she uses it to like learn more about robots and uh for some reason she can use it to uh, access you know parts of old things that most people can't walk in it's like she has the way to access technology which is like a super it's basically a superpower right we're going off that old quote that uh to a fully from a fully evolved society uh any fully evolved technology that you can't explain is basically magic yeah um and so that's it's the magic of this world is that she has some control over technology that most people don't have. Uh, another big thing that she can do with it is uh, view recordings that the old ones have left. Um, sometimes they're just voice recordings. Um, and then sometimes they're more of like holograms that she can watch like the video of basically. She, she can pick up audio and vision and video logs basically. Yeah. But okay. Your so, collectibles. <laughs> yeah. You can find collectibles. So that's the prologue. Then we skip to, like 10 years later with her, she's 19. And so this is where the story starts. So she wants to be accepted by the tribe so that she can find out where her mom went. And the only way to do that is to pass a thing called the proving, which is like, Hey, all the kids go through the hunger game, not the hunger games, but like, you know, an obstacle course about hunting things and everyone, she's like, Oh, I want to be part of the tribe. It was like, you're an outcast. Where's your mom? Get the fuck out. And so, she goes into this thing called the proving and uh, so you start to learn a little bit about the world. You talk to some people and uh, you meet a dude from another nation called Karja, who are all people that worship the sun. Because of course, anytime, anytime humans reset, someone's going to look at the sun and say, I'm going to worship that. Uh, and there's this dude from there <clears throat> named Olin, who's also got a fucking focus. And she's like, what the fuck? Well, uh, Olin is actually Osirim, but the Osirim are kind of like working with. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. She, um, Karja and the Osirim are two different, um, like tribes of people, but the Osirim were, they're, they're like the, the, they're like the, they're, yeah, they're like the dwarves, um, basically. They're, they're like engineers, miners. They're normal uh, human people, but they're, yeah, they're the dwarf race of, we like to, 
make things from metal and I th- also I think they like make there are fucking dwarves they like to like make beer and shit yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway so he sees she sees him and she's like what's that focus thing and he's like oh what uh, oh I gotta go and then uh, he fucks off and you go she goes through her little proving thing halfway through all of a sudden when she's just about to win or just, she, she does win she wins yeah. and she's like I'm gonna be accepted the lady's like, you will be accepted. Get shot in the face with an arrow. Yeah. And all of a sudden, uh, bad boys are about. So another quick thing about the proving, specifically why she wants to win the proving, is because the person who wins the proving gets, like, a favor from the matriarchs, who are the the leaders of the Nora tribe. So she's going to use that favor to find out information about her mom. Yeah. I, th- I think I said that, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, so... All of a sudden, they get shot in the face, and you have to fight these dudes. Uh, you don't know what's up. After it, of course, you're the only one that survived, because of course, right? Yeah, of course. You have to. Uh, it's the main character. And you talk to one of the elders. I forget the lady's name, but it, it's old lady. That oh, you are like, skipping a lot. <laughs> there, is, there is more that happens at the end of that fight. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm, so you're you're getting choked I, out over a cliff. <laughs> here's the thing. I like to give the general. I don't like to get in because if we get involved in all the tiny little things, these <laughs> podcasts are eight hours long. Sure. Rost dying is not a tiny little thing. You, he's only in the game for like 35 minutes. Who gives he's a shit? Your dad. Anyway, your dad, your adopted dad is like, you're about to die. And he's like, I'll get you. And then he like gets fucking killed. It's a super big character moment. It uh, <laughs> pushes your uh, character along. <laughs> I will say, oh, you know what, though? There is something important in that, in that the main bad guy dude that kills Ross is also wearing a focus. Yeah, and she also picks up another focus off of one of the dead guys. And they're like, so she's so she's got something. She's like, why do they all have these focuses? Why are they coming after me? Because they were, like, actively trying to fucking kill her. Uh, and then, yeah, so Ross dies. She wakes up. The matriarch is like, Hey, I'm going to tell you the truth. We don't know who your mom is because we here's a big old door in the middle of this mountain and you were just found in front of it. Uh, so your job now is to go find out what the fuck's going on. And they give her the title of seeker, which means she's allowed to leave the the sacred land of the Nora. Because that's the other thing is the Nora can't leave because they're like, we just stay here and we fucking they're they're like hermits. We stay here. We don't fucking go out. So this is how it gives her, you know, a game where play reason to leave and that's really the start of the game um she also looks at the recording that's on the focus that she picked up off of the dead guy and that's where she learns uh for the first time about lisbeth um who is this person that looks exactly like her but maybe like 20 30 years older um and the focus tells her it's like a 99.84 or something percent like genetic match to her um, and so she kind of puts together because um, she sees a recording from like Olin's perspective of her. Um, and that's what's compared to this like picture of Lisbeth. And so she's like, is this my mother? Like, basically, <laughs> are you my mom? Um, I'm going to be mostly talking about the main story. So at this point, once you get out here, there's a lot of shit you can do. There are yeah. side stories, and everything. But I'm going to stick to kind of the main story. If you want to talk side stories, we can afterwards. But, so if you're like, oh, but we could do this, it's like, you could do that. But I'm, I'm just talking about the, the main thing. Yeah, for sure. So, it's an open world game. There's lots yeah, that you can do. So the first thing that you do is that you go to the Karja City, uh, which is 
what is it? It's called the Sundom. Uh, it's Meridian. Meridian. The, oh, their whole thing is called the Sundom because instead of a kingdom, it's all about the sun. There's a lot of sun uh, puns in here. Like uh, the bad guys that we're going to fight who are uh, the, these bad guys that are called the Eclipse, which is, of course, oh, yeah. uh, another you pun thing. And they're also there's another side uh, like issue with some dudes that want to rebel against the Karja called the Shadow Karja, because, of course, since they don't want to be in the sun, they're the shadow. Yeah, the, the Eclipse are like a subsect of the Shadow the, Karja. The Shadow Karja, yeah. Uh, we uh, also left out a, another big like detail before we what? leave the Nora land, which is that a corruptor attacks uh, Mother's Heart, and uh, you uh, get like a little... After you defeat the corruptor, you uh, get the little like dongle off of it, which... Aloy oh, just like, yeah. sticks on the back of her uh, spear, which lets you lets her uh, take over machines like the corruptors can. It's not really, yeah. Uh, it's a game mechanic. Again, it's, not, it's a game mechanic, but it's not story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the important, so yeah, so you you fight this first. It's the first robot that doesn't look like a. That is important. You fight this robot that's for the first time. It's not a robot that looks like an animal. Like before, you yeah. so far you've been fighting animals. Robots that look like little lizards. I assume that's what the Watchers are. Uh, you've been fighting like uh, like things that look like elk, uh, a thing that looks like a ram. So it's like these are all animal based, and all of a sudden, this thing that just looks like a straight up death robot comes out and it throws mines, and you're like, "What the fuck is this thing?" Yeah, it kind of vaguely has like a scorpion tail, but like the body is doesn't just a box. It's just a yeah. Box. Yeah, it's the most machine-like machine that you've seen so far. So you go to Meridian, and with the help of one of the some dude that you met at the proving, who you saved his life, and he's like, "Hey, I'm actually the captain of the guards for the king, and and so I'm your friend now. I'll give you access to everything. How convenient, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he takes you to you." Olin's apartment, the guy that had the, the focus, and you find out that he was being forced to work for these people, the Eclipse, or else they'd kill his wife and daughter. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, I need to find this dude. So you go out, and you go to what I think is the Colorado Rockies Stadium? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can, like, there's oh, a no, little... I'm, I'm, I'm mixing that up. That is a, that is a separate thing. You find oh. him in a... You find... Olin just in a fucking canyon somewhere. Are you, wait. There's a there's a it's main quest, but it's not compared to this where some of the Nora want revenge on the Karja, and so you go to their mm -hmm. base and blow up all of their explosives, and that is in the Colorado Rockies base. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Telling yeah. me the so, freaking Rockies, they're well. I assume it's the Rock gonna last another thousand years. Get I assume it's the Rockies because <laughs> what other baseball team would be around there? Yeah, I don't there's, know. There's actually like a, one of the, the collectibles that you can find that says the name of the stadium, but I can't for the life of me remember what it actually well, is. This oh, game yeah. takes place in Colorado and Utah, and Utah doesn't have any major professional baseball teams. Yeah. Wyoming definitely fucking doesn't, so I, I assume it's the Rockies. Anyway, uh, so you go to this canyon, you find Olin, and after like fighting a bunch of robots and dudes, he's like, hey... Uh, I didn't want to turn on you, but they have my wife and daughter, and I had to wear that thing. And when I saw you, all of a sudden I heard this voice that sounded like, you know, like 
the devil, basically, like this giant mechanical, just say threat assessment verified. And then, you know, everything happens. So it's like you get this. uh, Basically, you learn that, like, you are important to the bad guys. They don't know why, but it's like you are a problem for the eclipse. Yeah, like basically like uh the the metal voice is telling them like hey, this chick is important because she looks like this other chick, go kill her. Uh and then even though they bring it up before, this is what I was going to bring up. That it's because you find out you look like somebody named Elizabeth Sobeck. We don't you don't know who she is. You just know you look like her and that's why you're being targeted. Mm-hmm. Uh so, That's also the mission that you hear uh, the mysterious voice in your focus for the first oh, time. Yes, all of a sudden you hear the mysterious voice of, okay, when I say mysterious man telling you where to go, who's the first uh, voice actor you think of? Chris. <laughs> uh, see, that's hard because I play most of my games in Japanese. So. Oh, shit. All right, never mind. It's Lance <laughs> Reddick. Oh, okay. I love Wait. Lance, you know Lance you know Lance Reddick is? Like from the Chronicles of Reddick? No. No. Is, is Vin Diesel? Are you telling me that I missed this Shut fucking up. game because right. Vin Diesel's? This is why you're not allowed to talk during this episode. <laughs> um Lance Reddick from uh shows such as he was on Lost. He was in uh uh I didn't watch Lost. He was in John Wick. He's the guy that I haven't seen John Wick. front desk dude at John Wick. What the fuck is wrong with you? I lived in Japan uh, when all those movies came out. They, we didn't get them. Yeah. He was, he was on the wire. The wire is good. I'll give it. I'll give you that. That first season. He was in fringe. I never watched fringe. Nope. Didn't watch. Oh, that. he was on. Oz. I forgot. He was on Oz. No, he yeah. was in quantum break. I never played that. What are they going to put that game on PlayStation? Is that the um, Microsoft game that they like did? Oh, they did the Quantum Break is the remedy it? game with the yeah the mm-hmm. the uh, that's a, the game made by the people who made Control that had like the TV show that everyone right. was like this is fucking weird wasn't wasn't that like didn't Microsoft have a big pay in that though like I, yeah I don't think it'll ever go to Sony for, I, well, well it could after so many years I guess because they had like a big it was it was made by there. it was developed by Remedy but it was published by Microsoft Studios right. but like you know. Well, Alan yeah. Wake was pretty, was the same thing, and now Alan Wake's on PlayStation. Yeah, and so, and so is Mass Effect One. So apparently, it sold really well. Quantum Break was the best selling new intellectual property. Quantum Break was the best selling new intellectual property published by Microsoft since the launch of Xbox One, though that record was broken two years later by Sea of Thieves. Oh, okay. Shout out to Sea of Thieves, one of the best fucking multiplayer games you can play right now. It is boring. really fun. I don't oh, understand no. the premise. This is not the Sea of Thieves part. <laughs> okay, so this dude named so- this dude is just like, hey, you should go check out Maker's End, and you're like, what is that? And it's like it's this giant fucking like mountain of dead robots and shit that we don't go in. You know, the everyone's like, don't go in there because. That's where the the old ones died, and so it's cursed. I think you're getting no that mixed can... up with the Grave Horde, oh, which is right. the next place that you go after Maker's End. You're right. Maker's anyway, End is just a, a, a regular old ruin. You're up right. In the mountains. It's just a big giant uh, ruin. So you go in there, and everyone's like, well, you sh- it's like they let you in, and you're like, how did this guy? It's like, oh, the fucking. Um, the what's it called the focus let me in and so you go in there and it's a cool big giant puzzle dungeon of 
uh, parkour, which I like the parkour in this game. Did you like the parkour in this game? I really like the parkour in this game. Um, before you actually get in, though, you face your first Deathbringer. Which is a big giant. Uh, it's, it's another big giant robot. Yeah, it's it has absolutely no animal characteristics whatsoever. It's just... It's, imagine... a, metal, it's, a, it's a Metal Gear. Yeah, you, yeah. fighting it's, a Metal Gear. Yeah. It, it's a big it's a it is a big giant metal gear. Oh, it's pretty simple. Even on ultra hard, all you do is you just uh, light it on fire, and then when it's freaking out, you blow off all shit with tear arrows. I yeah. uh, we'll get to that when we talk about gameplay, which I love the gameplay in this game. And we'll get to that. But so um, you get in there and you traverse this whole thing, and you finally get into this area where you finally find out like this is the first big lore dump of where they basically lay out what the fuck happened to the world, which I thought this part was great because I love this shit of learning how the world ends before it rebuilds. Mm-hmm. And so the, the basis of the end of the world is there's this dude that is basically Elon Musk, Ted, uh, Farrow. Named Ted Farrow, Ted, Ted, uh, Ted, Ted Lasso. So Ted Lasso, no, Ted Lasso's in there. <laughs> uh, he's this dude that uh, it just owns a giant like robot corporation, and he's like Feral Industries. Yeah, Feral Automated Solutions. Yeah, uh, he is like I've done it. I've made robot soldiers, and it and it's those. Um, he calls them the peacekeepers, but they're the corruptors. Those small like square robots. Like these are great. They can self-replicate, so if they get destroyed during war, we can make more. And they don't run off fuel, they run off biomass. They can just suck up plants and dirt and run forever. Uh, America, buy them, will be the best country on Earth. And America's like... No problem with that. Yeah, and America's like, here's a trillion dollars, make us our death robots. Well, guess what? Oops. He accidentally uh, wrote the code wrong that they, he can't stop them from self-replicating. Yeah, so the uh, when you get into Pharaoh's office at the top of the the puzzle dungeon, um, it's Lisbeth that's meeting with Pharaoh up there, and Lisbeth is basically like, "Yo, there's a glitch in your robots uh, that uh, we can't override it, and they are overriding their programming and attacking people. So that's not great. Um, just they can murdering. use us as as fuel. <laughs> yeah." They're wantonly murdering people and stripping all the earth of life, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, the end of that, you think, I was like, oh, okay, maybe something went bad. But the end of that dungeon is literally the realization of him learning, oh, it's too late, the world's fucking done in, like, I forget the time, but it's like, we have 80-whatever years before, or I, I think it's less than that. I think it's like, we have yeah. 20 years before the world is over and we're all dead. Yeah, so, and so Lisbeth basically like blackmails him into. She says that I've got this proposal. It's called Project Zero Dawn. Uh, if you don't sign my proposal and bring it to the U.S. government uh, to enact, then I'm going to tell everybody about this glitch in your robots. So there. Yeah. So she, and then you learn what Zero Dawn is, which is she's basically like, give me all your money, and I'm going to use it to make a fucking terraforming system so that. Uh, I can save, uh, I can turn the robots off, I can repair the damage they've done, and we can, you know, get everything done. By the end of it, you learn, uh, oh, no, wait, that's not until Maker's Grave. So, yeah, so yeah. she's like, I'm going to solve this, give me all your fucking money or else. Yeah. And so you do all this, you learn it, and that's the 
that's the first big lore dump. And that's when silence goes, what's going on? Tell me what you found. Cause I couldn't get in there and I didn't know. And so you, you explain everything and he's like, all right, I'm your new friend. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna solve this together. We're going to find out what the fuck's going on. And he basically becomes your, the, like your guy in the chair. He's, yeah. Hey, you should try here next. You should go here next. And it's Lance Reddick and he's dope. Uh, yeah. So the next place that he points you is the U.S. Robot Command, um, which like uh, Ayla is kind of upset because she wanted to learn more about like why does Elizabeth look yeah. like me, and she learned and he's like, none of that. There's no time for that. You'll learn that later. Yeah. Time to go to robot base. Yeah, All which right. like basically is another one of those like puzzle dungeons, um, kind of similar to the last one. You get another big lore dump. Which is basically uh, all you really learn is that uh, the U.S. government was like, cool, awesome, let's go ahead with Project Zero Dawn. Um, We're going to do another operation called Operation Enduring Victory, which is basically that they're going to use the entire human population. They're going to give them all guns, use them as meat shields so that Project Zero Dawn can finish. Basically, let's just kill every human on the planet to make sure that uh, we win in the end. (laughs) Yeah, so they're they're not telling like the general public like about Project Zero Dawn. Um, they're just kind of telling them like, oh yeah, there's we're working on like a big super weapon. So if you just keep holding off the robots long enough, then they're gonna finish Zero Dawn, and there's gonna be a big robot weapon to destroy all of them. Not telling them that what you'll learn in the next dungeon because well, mm-hmm. let's just, we can just skip to that in the next yeah. uh, there's shit in between where you're like fighting big birds and like learning about how uh what's his name the the Aaron not Aaron what's that guy's name the the captain of the guards guy oh that's Aaron yeah Aaron had a sister who's dead and then you find out the sun king wanted to like bang her and he's like oh, I'm so sad you look like her do you want to be my queen yeah the corpse isn't even cold yet and he's already like hey baby <laughs> like, we slide we, in we the can, DMs we can, yeah. we can skip that part anyway so then you get to the, the final kind of like lore dump puzzle dungeon called makers the uh, or, no uh the no the grave the mass grave what the fuck is it called the grave horde the grave horde I thought that was the robot U- U.S. robot command was the Grave Horde, and then after that you go to the Citadel. You're that's right, under, you're right. That's yeah. under where the 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 Shadow the Grave Horde is U.S. Out. robot command. That's yep. what it is. Uh, so you yeah you find out that the base of operations that you want to go to is under the Citadel, and that's mm-hmm. the center of uh, where the Eclipse. Basically, that's where the Eclipse have made their fucking uh, base is right under Mar- Is it? The Citadel is Meridian, right? No, the Citadel is like... Uh, I skipped just... all... When I, when I played this again on Ultra Hard, I did skip all of the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like just west of Meridian. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's like the it's like the summer house of Meridian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So you get there, you break through, you kill all these dudes, and you learn what Zero Dawn really is. Zero Dawn is a giant, like, underground system of a terraforming base that they there was never a chance for enduring freedom to win and for zero dawn to save everybody they're all going to die elizabeth knows this is like we're all dead these robots can't be stopped the best that we can do is wait for them to wipe out all life on planet earth everything every you know except for maybe bacteria it's like they're going to wipe out every single 
piece of bi- uh, biological material and the earth is going to be dead. And then we're going to set up these artificial intelligence systems to shut down the robots because there's nothing left to fight or eat and then reseed and terraform the planet. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's zero dawn is we're fucked. At least we can re jumpstart the planet. Yeah. And the only like human survivors are really supposed to be the people that were a part of project zero dawn. And that's basically so that they can uh, keep an eye on the AI, make sure that they're carrying out everything as they're supposed to be. But the rest of life, as we know it, they're all going to be like test tube babies. Like, yeah. And so uh, this takes a thousand years between when the world ends to when they reset the planet. And in that time, a this giant AI system that all the names are based off uh, Greek gods mm-hmm. all have a purpose. So you've got the main single artificial intelligence, Gaia, who's the job of Gaia is to reseed the planet. Then you've got all these subsystems. Um, and one of them is to make these all you find out the reason for the robots that look like animals is that they're the terraforming system. Yeah. You've been noticing this whole time. Like, why is that one that looks like a giant ostrich, like putting its beak down and, and like soil is coming out because it's terraforming the planet. And, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so that's what the robots are for. And you find one called Apollo, which was a system to clone humans and then reteach them everything that happened before and then like, hey, don't make our mistakes again. And so yeah. it's like, oh, wait a second. Jella goes, if that's true, why did we all become fucking cave people who don't know what happened and we're all in these systems? And you find out that in the last act of being a complete douche, Pharaoh is like, maybe humanity doesn't fucking deserve to, you know, fucking know. And he deletes all human knowledge from before the fall of humanity. <laughs> Yeah. Um, There's also uh, the other system that's kind of getting corrupted here. Um, Yeah, yeah. I was I was about to bring that one up. Are are we thinking the same one? Uh, Hades? Yeah, yeah. That's good. So you go ahead and do it. But yeah, uh, I didn't want to jump the gun too quick. But go ahead. Yeah. uh, So I think it's in this area that you also find out that uh, Hades, um, he's supposed to be the system that... What what was his purpose? So basically, it, it, it Hades was, is a subsystem. If 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 when they oh, reset the planet, if yeah. it doesn't work out, Hades is the reset. He's supposed to do a controlled yeah. uh, extinction, kill everything, and then let Zero Dawn happen again. Yeah, he's the control Z. Unfortunately, for some reason, Hades has glitched and now thinks everything is always bad. Mm-hmm. And that's the. That's the thing that Olin heard in his ear that said, you know, terminate. That's the thing that the Eclipse are taking orders from because uh, Hades is basically making them tricked into thinking he's like some kind of god when it's like, look, I just need to kill everything so we can restart. Because in for some reason in his code, everything is always not good enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they ever explain why that is. And I think that's probably why we're going to... Uh, yeah, it's some for some reason Hades has been corrupted and we don't know why. And I think that's probably going to be the next game. Is yeah, I think possibly... it's left. Oh, sorry. Oh. No, I no. It... Chris, go ahead. What's your great <laughs> I was saying, Is it possibly because nothing is perfect? 
I think it has something to do with how Pharaoh uh, deleted like the the human uh, the previous human memories, so that like the the new humans being made aren't like perfect; they're already like fucking shit up or something like that. But it is left kind of vague. Yeah, it's completely left vague because what it is is you find a recording from Gaia. Uh, mm-hmm. Gaia is like, why isn't Gaia doing anything? The the kind of the main AI. And so you find out that there was a signal of unknown origin that corrupted Hades. And she was like, she first noticed, wait, we're, we're, we got a good thing going on. Why are you trying to destroy it? And he's like, I got to destroy it. So Hades has been corrupted for some reason. Like Hades isn't a malicious program. It's just yeah. a program that thinks it's, it's doing. So Hades self, or I'm sorry, Gaia self-destructs so that Hades can't take over and kill everything. And yeah. She's why, trying to destroy Hades and by like killing herself. Basically. And by, Gaia blowing up, the terraforming process wasn't completed, and that's why everybody is cave people, along with the Apollo thing. Mm-hmm. So then you find out the last thing that Gaia did to make sure that Hades could be stopped is cloned Dr. Sobek. That's Alloy. And then put Alloy out in the world with the assumption that it's like, oh, Dr. Sobek made me. She's the smartest person of all time. If I just clone her, she'll figure it out. Which is a hilarious premise. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. I kind of like that that's the plan. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, uh, you find out also it's cyclical because Gaia killed herself to make Sobek, but Sobek originally killed her, like sacrificed herself to stop the uh, warbot, the, the fucking original warbots, from finding and destroying Project Zero Dawn. So yeah, because. You kind of find out that uh, Project Zero Dawn, the Enduring Victory wasn't really working. It wasn't slowing down the robots fast enough. Um, And so Project Zero Dawn, there's a bunch of different things that were going wrong in it, but basically they weren't going to finish on time. Mm -hmm. I I just kind of love that it has that like like Shinji Ikari vibe of like, oh, fuck, it's all going to be destroyed. Well, let's just redo it again. Hopefully we'll figure it out this time. And it, it just kind of keeps repeating. Of like the cyclical of like, well, this one fucked up, so let's do it again, and maybe next time it'll work. Right. We really are in an age of that story. It's like, you get that with Loki. We're doing that with the Multiverse of Madness. Like, it's all, hey, uh, oh, wait, hold on. I was about to say something, but it's a spoiler for something. Uh, <laughs> to, uh, put, take your headphones off for a second. Oh, okay, hold on. It's the fucking story of Mass Effect. Yep. Oh. <laughs> put it back on. Super good. Can I come back? Yeah, you can yeah, come back. Yeah, you're good. So okay. it's like this is a great story. It is kind of been overdone now, but this is five years ago, so I give it yeah credit. But so um, plus, I mean, it's it's not a bad theme. I mean. It's something that is being revisited. I think it's being revisited right now because we're in just like such a a period of humanity where there's just there's a lot of questions about like where we're going to go next. We've kind of reached this point where like what is next to evolve in our species, you know, and it's it's always the thought of like AI is next and whatnot. So I want to shoot laser. I want to shoot kinetic beams from another dimension. Out of portals where my eyes should be, and they don't have any heat. It's all kinetic energy, and I want to call myself Cyclone. Um, 
You want to so, be a Summers boy? Okay. <laughs> Scott Summers is... Does it not make sense, best, though? Scott Summers is the best X-Man. He's not, like, my no. favorite, but, like, he's the only one that's truly the... Like, he's he's the Superman of the X-Men. Like, he Have does, you heard he does what needs Emma to be done. Frost. What? <laughs> Have I heard of what? Emma Frost. Uh, you mean the terrorist uh, Emma Frost? Uh, yeah, like, the best fucking... I don't know if she's Terrorist. the best X-Men. I don't know what the Terrorist. best X-Men is. <laughs> a member of the Hellfire Club. She's a... Yeah. If you could have any X-Men's powers, whose X-Men's powers would you have? Ooh, that's... That's an interesting question. Yeah, that's tough. That's why, that's why I asked it. Kitty He's Pride. Cool. I want to be able to walk through walls and shit. Mm, it's boring. You're just going to use that for either to steal or to do, like, yeah, things. Obviously. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to walk into a vault and walk out of it. What are you going to pick? Uh, um, I've always been quite partial to Gambit, uh, but I don't. I don't know if I'd necessarily want his powers. I mean, he didn't even I want his like, powers. He fucking rewrote fucking existence to get his powers gone. But I, I also really like Nightcrawler. Like I think Nightcrawlers, you know. Yeah, but then you'd have to be weird and blue. Yeah, you have to be blue. So you also get to be like Mystique's son, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Uh, as for me, it's always been like. I can't choose. It's one or the other. It's either Elixir or Cypher. Ooh, yeah. Elixir, because you have full control over uh, biology. So you could just, like, cure every disease. And also just, like, you could blink and, like, someone would explode. Uh, or Cypher, who everyone thought was the dumb one because he could read every language. But then they made him cool because it's like, oh, he can read every language. So, like, body language. So he became, like, an expert kung fu dude because he can just, like, see people's moves before he makes them. He became like a basically a technopath because he's just like I can read every language, including like coding languages, so I can do anything with computers. That's cool. That's yeah. It's like the Cassandra Kane effect. Cassandra Kane is, is rad the best, and I hate what they made her in that fucking Birds of Prey movie. I will there tell you that I refuse to watch that movie because Cassandra Kane is my favorite comic book character. You just hit like the the pinpoint the hardest the subject do not like yeah you hit the nerve I that cassandra kane is my favorite but i really like cassandra kane also she was uh she was i don't remember if she was introduced or i just remember seeing her the most in one of my favorite batman stories which is no man's land oh, i think yeah. that's where they, they get the most out of her which is that's when uh uh Gotham gets hit with the giant earthquake and becomes like <clears throat> I, I just like a walled off not part of america anymore they use that partly for um Dark Knight Rises. oh okay yeah but no that birds of prey movie I, i'm insanely disappointed with because it was just like we're gonna take silent assassin killer deadliest of all time cassandra kane and we're gonna make her a fucking mouthy girl who likes to steal and put uh like a watch in her butt or something. I don't remember. It. Oh no, yeah, she, ate, she ate a watch and had to wait to get it like pooped uh, out or something. I, really, I absolutely uh, refuse to watch that it's, movie. It's not. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just not good. Yeah, I have heard that if you watch it together with the new uh, Suicide Squad movie, that they're a good pairing together. But um, it's it's just more hard. Like, hey, Margaret Robbie does a good Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the one. new Suicide Squad is actually pretty good. The problem with uh, 
with the fucking Birds of Prey movie is that they change too much shit around. Like, they, the Huntress barely does anything. She's just kind of like, I'm going to kill. Oh, wait, I forgot. Oh, I'm doing. I'm, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to kill. And Renee Montoya is they made her too old. Like Renee Montoya is dope when she's on Batman, the animated series. And she's like, I'm a cop and I'm doing what needs to be done. And now she's like, mm-hmm. I'm old and I'm close to retirement. I, I'm crazy. And look, it, it's funny because it's me and I, I'm Renee Montoya, but I'm wearing a shirt that says like boner alert on it or something. There's oh. a point where she gets like shit on her clothes and she has to wear like a dumb shirt that says like boner inspector or something. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Ewan McGregor is a pretty good black hand. Uh, that was fun. I mean, he's black, just black kind mask, of a good actor. So. Black mask, not black man. They're two different people. Uh, video games. Anyway, so the ending of this game is that uh, you get captured by Helis, who is, uh, and then you gotta fight a big dude, and then Seamless helps you out, and then you gotta go like, all right, here's the plan. We gotta fucking stop Hades because this guy sucks. So we're going to go to the Spire, which is a big, basically a big giant like fucking uh, antenna that the programs use to control the corruptor robots. And we're going to fucking take them out. Yeah, Hades is going to use the Spire to basically restart the the terraforming process. Yeah, he's going to, no, the the extinction process. Yeah, the extinction process. He wants to stop the terraforming process. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. And you go and you fight a whole bunch of bad guys and then you kill that Hakeelis dude and you're like, you didn't even know what you were fighting. He's like, oh, and then you stab him in the face. And then you fight a big giant Deathbringer and it's fine. And then uh, you stop it and everything's great and you stop Hades and you end the war and everyone's happy. And then you get the uh, you get a little scene where you finally go to Sobek's home and you find her dead corpse and you're like looking at your dead self. And it's very weird. But then yeah. you get the setup to the next game in a post credit scene. You see fucking Lance Reddick and he's sitting in his little laboratory and Hades is alive. And you're like, where am I? What's going on? And silence is like, we're going to have a little chat. And then it ends. Yeah. So uh, that's setting up who sent the signal to activate Hades. And that's probably gonna be the next game. Yeah, probably. Quick side note. I want to really talk about the frozen wild story really quick. This will be like 30 seconds. Uh, I thought it was, they did this uh, DLC called the frozen wilds where you go to basically, uh, you go to Yellowstone national park and Mm -hmm. it's led by a bunch of these dudes called the Banook who all live in like the snow and um they're like there's a big old demon attack there's a big giant mountain is spewing lava and they don't talk like they're southern i don't know why i'm doing this voice but whatever uh and they're like i want to go in there and find out because i think it might have something to do with the robots that are attacking because you're supposed to have played this oh, before no. you beat the game so the idea is you that you think it has something to do with hades and so you go there and there's a guy who's like nobody's allowed in there and then you you fight him and you're like i'm the captain now and whatever this that part doesn't matter it's like it's story but it doesn't matter what you do is you find out you go in and you find this uh spirit that they've somebody's been talking to and you find out it's another ai called cyan whose whole job is they built a a a, uh, robot station underneath yellowstone national park to stop the yellowstone caldera from erupting which is the giant underground volcano in yellowstone that if ever went off we'd all be dead that's a real yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would like cover like the whole United States in ash. And not the whole the United States. It, it wouldn't cover the whole United States. It would cover basically like 
I'd be fine. You'd be fucked. Yeah. Uh, actually, I actually I think you guys would be fine too. I think it's like it would destroy all of like Montana, Wyoming, the Dakotas, Colorado. So Utah. Kevin Hill is fucked. Kevin Hill's fucked. Nod, <laughs> peace the fuck out. Um, but like, go back to Maryland where it's safe. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like parts of America, but it would throw a lot of ash in the planet, and we'd we'd probably be fucked for a while that way. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so there's they made a robot to stop that from happening, and uh, you the reason there are demons attacking is because one of the subsystems of Gaia called Hephaestus, who's the the uh, subsystem that made all the robots, is also corrupted and getting out of control, and you just got to go in there and stop him, and you do. It's this fun little side thing. It doesn't matter. But um, it, it is cool because if you if you beat it before you beat the end of the game, then that the Banook send like people to the final fight to join you. I uh, see. So I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, there is this cool mechanic where you can do all these side stories and you can have choices of how to talk to people. You can either answer with your fist, like with from a point of strength, with your mind, from a point of intelligence or with your heart, like from a point of like emotion. And the different ways that you talk to people will lead to having more forces at the end of the game. Uh, I think there's a trophy that I had to get where you have to get everybody with you at the end of the game. And to do that, you just always have to answer heart. Turns out if you just answer heart for everybody, they always like you. Big surprise. Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) Uh, But that's the story. Uh, Before we get into trophies, let's talk about gameplay. What did you think of the the best way that I can s- describe this game is that it is a third person shooter, not cover, but it's, a, it's an archery based shooter where the whole idea is that every robot is destructible, has is made up of destructible pieces. Yes, which you can see with your focus. Yeah, and it's it's all it's weak point based. So it's just like every type of robot has different types of weak points, which are uh, hurt by different types of damage. There's basically like six types of damage. There's just blunt force trauma or arrow damage. There's what's called tear, which is the ability to tear things off. And then there's some elements. There's like fire, cold, there's electricity, and then there's corruption, which is if you do corruption on a, like enough corruption damage on a uh, robot, it'll rage out and just start attacking everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you have different types of bows or you can get like this thing that launches ropes to tie a thing down so it's you know gets pulled off its feet so you can beat the fuck out of it you've also got a spear for some uh damage but i think the biggest thing about this game is that except on ultra hard difficulty where they take this out this game's like biggest way to win but also kind of a downside because it's too easy to use it is uh reliance on stealth mechanics yes the enemies in this game are fucking just so fucking stupid. So that's actually one of the things that I really, really love about this game. What? Is that, is that the, <laughs> the world, is the, the like combat and everything is so like challenging and difficult that it lends itself to the world building of the game. Because the world actually feels dangerous. You feel this need to go and sneak around, which, like, conveniently, all the grass that she sneak around in just happens to have, like, you would think, oh, she's like this this redhead, so she's going to stick out even in tall grass. Well, guess what? The grass has red 
yeah, like yeah. wheat tops on it. So you're good. But that, that that was fine. What I thought was stupid was you have a whistle where it's like if you whistle at a guy or a robot, it'll come over and then you have a insta kill stealth. Like you hit R1 when they're close and you'll yeah. just insta kill. The thing is that it, on the hardest difficulty, ultra, like the hard and the ultra hard, uh, if you do that in front of someone, they'll see it. But if not, you can stealth kill somebody and everyone will just be around like, what's going on, guys? And then you'll just have a pile of bodies in front of this fucking bush and somebody will walk over and just be like, uh, oh, oh, pile of bodies. That's weird. And then they'll you'll whistle and be like, oh, what's that? And you'll just fucking stab them. So it's like you get through a lot of the smaller mechanics against there's a there's a most of the enemies are human sized or smaller. Then you've got your medium sized like lion or big cat. And then you've got your giant dudes like ones that look like, you know, dinosaurs or giant elephants or a big giant fucking eagle that's the size of like, you know, Montana, uh, Montana. Like those are like the big like boss fights. You don't really see those out in the open world. But for the most part, you're fighting things that are medium sized people. And so it's either a mechanic where it's like, I'm going to go fight a bunch of dudes or I'm going to go fight a bunch of corrupted robots. And for the most part, you can just sit in a bush, call them over, stab, call them over, stab. And so it's like, after a while, I actively wasn't doing that because it was just like, this is not that fun. There are some missions where you have to do it where it's like, this is a sneaking mission. You have to do this. That's fine. But for the most part, I would go loud almost immediately if I could against like robots against people. It's just shoot them in the head. And what's really cool is that with any bow, you can load up extra arrows. Mm hmm. When you you hold L2 to aim, you can press R1 to put up to three arrows. So it's like, okay, I'm fighting uh, this dude that's got, like, body armor and, like, he's got a, a robot carcass on him. It's like, I'll load up three of my, you know, precision arrows in my what's basically sniper bow, aim at his head, and it's like, oh, it gets through his armor and he's fucking dead. Yeah. And that was cool. I will say that, uh, like, definitely with, like, the bandit camps and the, the cultist camps and yeah. basically any of your human-based camps. Um, yeah, that I I did start off with a lot of them stealthing at first um, because, you know, you're, there's a lot of dudes in the area, so you, you're you're scared of triggering them all at once. But then, yeah, by, like, the time that you get to the Karja lands, I just started running into those camps and just lighten yeah. them up with arrows <laughs> once, once you get the um i forget what the exact item is called but it's basically a slingshot that throws bombs it's just oh look they're all standing by barrels slingshot and just kill everyone in big giant fucking explosions what's also cool in some of the fights is that some of the the big giant animals have like rocket launchers or you know mm. big giant guns on their back and if you tear those off you can pick them up and just start laying into dudes and yeah, so it's very fun the Thunder Jaws, you pretty much, like, have to do that because they've just got so much HP. They're the big, like, T-Rex-looking uh, yeah. machines. They have these um, disc launchers on their back that throw, like, Tron discs. And so you you basically hit it with your tear arrows, the type of arrows that all their job is to do is to pull shit off of enemies, which also does damage because as you're, you know, tearing off their armor, they're taking hits. Uh, mm -hmm. But the, and then you just kill him with his own gun that was on his shoulder, and it, it's very, uh, very, very satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> you also do get the ability. We talked about it earlier, but you get the ability to uh, override machines, and these machines are classed into like 
classes of this is our our fi robots and these are kappa robots and these are whatever robots and so you get the ability if you sneak up on robots instead of uh killing them in one shot you can overtake them and be, they become your allies mm-hmm. and so what you can do is you can sneak in as like oh there's they got a fucking whatever a scavenger robot i'm gonna take it over send him in to start pay, like well people aren't paying attention and they're all attacking him then go around and just start shooting people in the head from the back and it's like no part of this isn't fun yeah that's I love it. the the gameplay is just like i think throughout the entire game I, that's probably what blaze heard me say the most is like this game is just so much fun right like is it's just a joy to play it. and that's why i was pushing so hard for i was like all this last week i was like blaze just load into my save file that is at the end of the game i've literally like collected like everything that you can you're gonna be like a, a such a powerful being just go and like do some combat or something you know like just right. like roam around in the world for a little bit because it's it's just such a like joy it's just so much fun to do like it like as challenging as like a lot of the robots can be and like as much as i died in this game i I never felt like frustrated to the point of like i just can't like play this game anymore it was like it's always like the challenge was just out of reach for me what difficulty did you play on i think i just played it on normal okay yeah me too i i will say uh Playing it again on Ultra Hard. So there was DLC to this game, but they also fucking for a while. And they did this again with Ghost of Tsushima. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. They keep putting out DLC that is like, play the game again. And it's like two trophies. It's like, yeah. you're 100%? Fuck you. They did that with Spider Man. They did that with um, this. They did that with Ghost of Tsushima. There are a couple other games. And it's just like, oh, they did that with The Last of Us 2. And it's just like, Hey, did you do everything? Great. Do you want to play the entire game again for one trophy? Because if not, you won't have that 100%. And it's like, I don't care about that 100%. And then I look and it's like 98%. You motherfuckers. <laughs> and you have to yeah. do <laughs> I'll be honest. Ago, that, oh, go ahead. I'll be honest that that's because uh, when I was just looking at the trophy list, I saw that there was like trophies associated with the new game plus, And I was like, not gonna do that and that's like the sole thing that kept me off of chasing the platinum because i thought that that was like well you don't need them to get the you don't need ultra hard to get the platinum i i didn't know that until like recently i looked up like oh like what what would it take for me to get the platinum because i've done like i've collected like everything in this game like i've i've put like almost 200 hours into this game like wow (laughs) like i i I put a lot of time into this game cecily's a very thorough game player whenever she goes through something like there are a lot of games but like the the ones that she will jump into it's gonna get done (laughs) it's crazy that you say you did 200 hours and you didn't even get the platinum where i have all of the trophies i've played the game twice and the dlc and i only have 70 hours in the game (laughs) (laughs) well like i i think that a lot of the trophies that i do have left to get the platinum are just the ones where it's like you have to kill x number of these guys or whatever I see why people listen to our show because I'm having fun just listening to you guys talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard when you, you know, you sit here and edit for fucking a hundred hours and then, and you're just like, man, I hate the sound of my voice. Uh, okay, you have 70 out of 79 trophies. Yours actually really fucking close. Yeah, like I said, I think the only ones that I have left are like literally like I have to kill like 10 more of the Uh, guy. The only you only have okay. So wait, are we back in? Yeah. 
you are you have 52 out of 56 base game trophies so the 56th one would be the platinum so you're only missing three trophies here are the three trophies you're missing mm-hmm. you have to you didn't clear all the corrupted zones yeah i'm missing one of those you have not killed so there's one for the all of, like i said all of the robots fall into like four classifications combat transport recon and acquisition you're missing something from the acquisition and the I only see. other thing you have is to knock down the 23 grazer dummies throughout the nora region so in the nora region oh. there are these little dummies there's 23 of them you just have to go and hit them with your spear to knock them over yeah and you just have to you could honestly I you think- could go and get this platinum in like 20 minutes yeah yeah for sure the only other trophies you don't have are playing the game on new game plus and ultra hard big deal you uh, didn't do all the activities in the uh, DLC, so I'm assuming if you really? played this, you probably didn't do the hunting ground. I uh, no, uh, no, because I I sat there and I I yeah. Did you get it was a full really suns and everything? I'm I'm almost 100 percent sure that I got full suns. You need to do for the activities. You need to do the the tall neck, the bandit cut, uh, camp, and the hunting ground. So you have to do the tall neck because that's part of the. Uh, yeah, I, I did the tall neck. Yeah, you have to do the bandit camp. Yeah, I did the bandit camp. I would go I, back and see if you fucked up and didn't do a full. There uh, might be one that I'm missing on the hunting ground on that one. And then it, the other, it's really difficult. The other thing you didn't do is you didn't use the dismount strike five times, which that's easy. You just yeah. spam that. And you didn't use machine repair or mount repair on five different types of machines. That one's kind of hard. OK, so you get this power in the. DLC where you can use your money, which is your money is a are these little metal shards. They're also what you use to make arrows because they're basically like arrow tips. And you can use those if you make a machine on your side. Uh, you get this power to basically heal them back up. You have to do it on five separate types of robots. So basically, you just have to go out into the normal game and either call them out because there's three different types of mounts, hit it once and repair it, and then find two other creatures. Take them over, hit them, and repair them. You can get that one in like three. You could have all of these trophies except for the the new game plus ones in about thirty minutes, and you'd have this platinum. I I might I might do, you that. do that because you have zero platinums, <laughs> and that Correct. makes me sad. Your rarest Correct. trophy is for creating one thousand items as a culinarian in Final Fantasy fourteen. Hey. Yeah. Oh, you have the trophy for a thousand uh, destiny or fates. I don't have that one. Oh, I do. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I've done your, a lot of fate grinding. Your first, uh, your first trophy was in Little Big Planet thirteen years ago. Soup, this is your life. Uh, <laughs> your rating is so low that you're not even on the leaderboards. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Surprised you've played eighteen that. games. You've completed zero of them. You have a twenty-seven percent completion rate. You have uh, five hundred thirty-six unearned trophies. Which means out of all the games you've played, there's 536 trophies you could still get. You average 0.06 trophies per day. And I'm the first person to ever look at your page. I'm pretty sure I just made your page on this thing. <laughs> yeah, so I I, rules. I would say that I fall kind of solidly. You're in the middle. Persona 5? No, uh, we played know. In the oh, oh, I'm mad. Okay, so. I'm mad. 
So here's the thing is bad. I l absolutely love Persona 5, even though that oh, I haven't finished it. We oh, were bad. moving back from Japan mm -hmm. to the yeah, U.S. when game. I was in the middle of that game. And I just got so caught up in everything that it ended up being like a year before I was like, I should really go back and finish that game. And then I was like that was about the time that they announced royal so i was like well yeah. i'm just gonna wait for royal i just got royal uh for yeah. christmas just so. play royal just play royal after uh, mass effect and after the new horizon game that's my plan is perfect. to play and if royal. you ever have any questions about that please i love talking about that you're you can get the uh, platinum in final fantasy pretty easily you still need to do a thousand leave quests 100 guild has but i need to do 100 grow health so we could do that together a thousand you need yeah. to leave quests are like insanely thousand, easy that's just a time-based one a thousand leave quests yeah. i already have basically there's a leave quest that you can do somewhere in horizon where it's an alchemist leave quest of just deliver three potions mm -hmm. so you just get 300 potions and you just yep and, and you for 100 you talk to them talk and every 16 days you do it again yep. uh 100 100 guild has i need to do that i have like 60 i need to do 40 of you need to affix 100 materia you need to synthesize yeah. a thousand items as a carpenter a blacksmith an armor a goldsmith a leather worker a weaver and an alchemist you need to mine a thousand mineral deposits and you need to fish 1,000 times. Easy. Now, oh, the hard part about that. Fishing nope. raid. And now, that's where you're fucked. Oh, the fishing really? raid Does it doesn't count. count. It only counts fish caught in original Arem Reborn regions. Uh -huh. So, much like me, you have to sit in Limsa La Mimza and just fish a thousand times. We should the just same? get like a group of people together to just sit there and like all fish together yeah. and like watch a movie or something. Yep. And that's the same with doing these fucking fates. Uh, but we'll talk about that a different time. Uh, I want to really quickly go over the because we're already in trophies. Let's talk about the trophies of Horizon Zero Dawn, of which I have all of them and you don't. So I have all like three. <laughs> well, you're missing. No, you're missing nine total. So I said 70. <laughs> okay. Because you still have to beat the game on. Nine okay. Is a so base game. Let's talk about the trophies. First of all. These trophies are not that hard. They really aren't. The only reason you're missing a couple is just because I'm assuming you didn't know about the Grazer one. And yeah, the uh, Corrupted Zone one, I'm surprised you just didn't complete all the Corrupted Zones. It's because there's the one with the two like drill boys and it's just such a pain in the ass that I was Honestly, like, at this point, just put it on easy and do it. Yeah, I, I was just uh, like, I, the, I don't want to beat my head against the wall trying I'm to do this. I'm just going to beat the game. I'm wondering, so out of the acquisition ones, one of these you didn't kill. You didn't kill, a, you probably killed a Strider, a Grazer, a Scrapper, a Broadhead, a Lancehorn, a Trampler, a Charger, a Galint Hawk, and a Snack Maw. So I'm assuming you'd never fought a Rock Breaker. No, those I'm are those Rock Breakers. Those are the, the Underground Boys. Because yeah. you have to fight one as part of one of the, oh, yeah, the side quests. So which one of these didn't you kill? You can go into, there's an option in, at, at the start button to go and like look at your log and it'll show you which one you didn't find. So yeah, maybe, you never shot, to... maybe you never fought a Lancehorn or. Oh, that might be the one because like I thought, because I did all of the, the hunting lodges throughout the game. There's, um, the, the tramplers are the ones that are like bulls and the yeah. Lancehorns are the ones that look like giant elk. The so. the tramplers, I know that there's a hunting lodge quest that you have to kill them for. Um, the Lancehorn is the only one that I'm like, mm, maybe not that yes. one. Anyway, so the trophies are, are pretty simple. This game sits right now at a 30.09%. That's an uncommon platinum, so it's not that hard to get. 36,000 people have 100% of this game. 230,000, 231,000 people have platinumed it. So you could be one of those. Uh, for trophies, we basically, we've got... Uh, 
your story missions, which are whatever we know, story trophies are never that hard. It's like story trophies, just play the game, right? Yeah. You've got your collectible trophies, and then you've got your um, like go and do things trophies. So a lot of the trophies very easy. Like we're talking things like you know, rip ten things off a uh, an uh, enemy in combat. Like get ten components. Which there's a lot of crafting in this game. We didn't talk about you craft mm-hmm. everything. Your heroes, you craft uh, traps, you craft everything, and everything you pull off an enemy can be used. You're looking at, like, you know, metal to make arrows, uh, blaze canisters, which are basically, like, liquid napalm to make your fire arrows, uh, chill water, which is how you make, like, ice arrows, shit like that. So you can pull these components off and use them for making more arrows, which is really cool. There's uh, trophies for, like, you know, perform 10 stealth kills. Uh, Kill 10 machines weak to fire while they're breathing while they're on fire or weak to uh, cold while they're frozen, which is pretty dope. You know, a lot of those types of things. Nothing that's really hard. Um, and you're probably, probably going to do them at some point. Yeah, in a the lot game, of these are naturally. like, you're not going to not do these. Th- another nice thing, and I want to note this, no missable trophies. Hell yeah. At the beginning, there was a trophy that people thought was missing, which is the all allies join you. Like, when this game first came out, uh, Everyone was sure that it was missable. Oh. Uh, it's now been patched to where if you don't do it right, you just have to redo the last mission. Oh, okay. But basically the way to do that is you have to do all of these all of the side quests. And at the end of it, all the side quests are basically like helping a person do something. And at the end of it, they'll give you a chance of how to like everyone everyone thinks of fucking alloy like their therapist it's like well what should i do now that the person that killed my dad has been found Uh, should i should i you know go out into the world or should i forgive them and it's you get to pick that be strong be mindful or be compassion and the easy way to get this trophy is just always pick heart Mm -hmm. that's it which is usually really like the most obvious choice anyway Actually, I'm reading this, and it's been patched to now they don't even do that. No matter what, at the end, no matter what you pick, they'll always join you. So it's just do all the missions. You got you got to love when they just oh, make it so easier it's, for you. Oh, I remember, yeah, because when that first game came out, people there was a whole thing, and there was a thread on this side of, like, how the fuck do you get this one person? And people were trying to find a find out, and it was literally like, you got to pick this. And so it just became always pick compassion. Just be compassionate. We don't know what it is. And so apparently they patched it to now. It's like, it doesn't matter what you pick. These don't matter anymore. It's just flavor. Do whatever you want. They'll all just show up. I kind of like so, that more, though, because that gives yeah. more agency over, like, what your I do like when, when character, yeah. yeah. Make your, make your alloy like you want your alloy. And then you don't have to worry about doing something just because it's for a trophy. Right. Yeah. Uh, the probably the hardest of the um, like combat ones is uh, just to get 30 headshots on people because some actually I take it back. The hardest one is uh, you unlocking using the overrides for four different seven different types of machines just because mm-hmm. it's not hard, but it's like it's another collectible thing of getting all the overrides so that you yeah. can and then finding some of those guys are will spot you coming from a mile of fucking way. And so it's like sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get this guy. So, yeah, because another thing that we didn't really go into because it's not like essential to the story is to be able to get the so you can kind of at the beginning of the game, you can override your like basic machines like the striders, which are like the horses and 
uh, the little raptor guys and everything like that. But then as you go on, it's kind of like, oh, you can't get these like bigger machines to fight on you your side. You can't get the giant crocodile to be on your side. Yeah. Um, so you go into these areas called, uh, I think they're called cradles. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Cauldrons. Um, cauldrons. 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 I knew it started with like a C. Um, so you go into these areas called cauldrons, which are like these hyper mechanical areas where they're making more of the machines. Um, and if you make your way through them and defeat like the end boss or whatever, um, there are another like little dungeon that you can do. Uh, you get overrides for different types of machines. Dungeons to get more technology. Yeah. So then uh, your next type of trophies you get are all about either collectibles. So that's like finding those grazer dummies or uh, all the collectibles in this game are uh, like finding these ancient vessels, which this trader wants is like, oh, these are remnants of the old world. They were uh, these uh, vessels that they drank their ambrosia out of. It's fucking coffee cups. Yeah. You're just finding chip coffee cups from like tech companies. Hilarious. Uh, you can also find vantage points, which are just like you stand up here and you can look out and, and see like a cool scene. Uh, you got to find all these tall necks, which are big, giant giraffe robots that are like the, the size of like a four starry building, which are your your towers, your open world towers, which open world games have kind of gotten away from that. But that that was the thing back then of if you've got an open world game, you got to find the towers to unlock the map. Yeah, that was uh, another thing that that in Breath of the Wild kind of have in common. You've also got to find metal flowers, which are big, giant, like uh, terraforming seed pods. Those are fun. And then little Banook figures, which are the, the ice people make like little carvings of animals. And you got to find them all. Yeah, so those them are, up, up way high. Yeah, those are your fucking collectible trophies. Then you've got some trophies like, you know, uh, making gear and putting modifications on your gear. And then you're, you know, there's like learn the whole skill tree, get to love max level. But then probably... Not hard, but the ones that take the longest time are, like, doing all the activities. Finding all the bandit camps, which are all the bad bandits and going and killing them all. Uh, Going to all the cauldrons and getting all the cores. Uh, Doing what we were talking about, the hunting grounds, which are basically, like, you find these hunting grounds all around that always have three events, and it's like, you can get a bronze, silver, or gold. And then once you get gold on every hunting ground thing, and it it can be anything from going here and only using this weapon, kill everything, or... We're going to give you 10 arrows and the, how many you, you know, robots you can kill. Uh, that's how many, you know, that's your score. So it's, it's, it's like games. Those are fun. Uh, and then. And yeah. then if you do all of those, then you get, there's like a special oh, mission that you can yeah. do to um, kill this big thunder jaw called Red Maw, I think is his yeah, name. Yeah, there's a, there's a trophy for doing that. Yeah. There's also one for encountering and focus scanning every machine in the game. That one takes a while. Uh, There's also corrupted zones, which are like this area where the corruption of Hades is like making everyone go crazy. And you got to like kill all those because if the corruption gets out, oh, fuck, you know, Um, (laughs) did you? uh, Yeah, Red Maws. Absolutely. Yeah. There's also ones for like doing some side shit of like. Uh, there's like four main like side stories of dealing with like Aaron and Essa and dealing with the Nora war chief and like finding out what's going on with like the shadow Karja. And uh, there's also this over uh, like end game after you're done kind of thing to find this armor set that is basically gives you a, uh, 
what's it called? Like a force field. You have to find these batteries that are all in all the different like big puzzle dungeons. And if you bring them all back to this one place, you unlock this armor that gives you like a double shield. It's pretty dope. Yeah. I would say that none of these are hard. Like the hardest trophies definitely beat the game on ultra hard, which I'd like to really quickly talk about ultra hard. Ultra hard's a fucker. It's not impossible and annoying on the level of like crushing on uncharted that we've talked about before, Mm -hmm. but it's like these the, the thing that they do to make it hard is all those things I was talking about of uh, it's too easy to stealth and you can just keep shooting people. Nah, fuck that. Uh, everybody is on like almost immediate. If they see you, they spot you. And if one person spots you the immediately, every enemy knows. You. <laughs> Correct. Uh, you take less hits, but with the shield armor, it's actually kind of nice. So it's like at every time you gain a level, you gain a little more HP. So I did this at level 60. You can get to level, the cap is 50, but if you do DLC, you can get to 60. So you have 800 X, uh, HP. With the shield on, you get another 800. A hit from a normal enemy does about 500 health. Yikes. Uh, so it's like, the, the game's hard, but they did the nice thing, which is what I hate in these games when it's like usually to make it harder. It's like they hit harder and also you have to hit them more times. They didn't do that. It's they made it harder and then made it easy to see you. But if you shoot a guy in the head, he still immediately dies. Oh, that's good. I like that. So with high up weapons and also you can get uh, a new form. of So the weapons have like tiers and it's based on how many modifications you can put in it. Zero, one, two or three in ultra game in ultra hard on new game plus. Or maybe I think probably just on New Game Plus in general, but at least on Ultra Hard, you can get a new level where you can put in four things. They are hell of expensive, but it's just like having even one more uh, like damage buff on those. It's like, oh, I'm one-shotting people in the face. Or like, I've got four tear things on my precision bow with the air shot uh, uh, bow or, uh, arrows that their only job is to tear off. So it's like, I shoot a guy with one of those guns and instead of having to shoot him like four or five times, I shoot him once that thing's off. And then I just blast into him. You also get some new weapons in the DLC that are all based on, on uh, fire freeze or shock. Mm-hmm. And they tear shit apart. Yeah. And so you can get, you get those at the best version. And it's just like, Oh no, the big giant T-Rex that can one shot me and it's too big. is going to get me. Well, not if I shoot fireballs on it and it's immediately on fire or not if I shoot the fucking Tesla coil at it and I just melt everything. So (laughs) (laughs) ultra hard is hard, but it's not it's not punishingly hard. It took me about three days of playing it off and on. I'd say that that was because I was playing after work. I'd say that if you're just mainlining the story, skipping the cutscenes, and just doing what you need to do to beat the game, you can beat ultra hard if you've got the shield to make it a little bit easier in about six to seven, maybe eight hours. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. The the longest part about it is just running from place to place because you don't get to... The one thing you don't get to keep is your your uh, your quick save locations. Oh. Like your, your fast travel. That's what I mean to say. Just fast travel to the end of the game. Yeah, you can find campfires <laughs> all around the world. It's like if you go by a campfire, it becomes a fast travel location the problem with the fast travel in this game though is that it costs a resource uh Mm -hmm. you have to spend like you have to get meat to make these fast travel packs now eventually you can just get an item that gives you unlimited fast travel and then thankfully going on this you just have it but the the hardest part about ultra hard is probably it's like all right get to the other side of the map and they want you to run through all of these and it's like 
you could stop like in the normal game it's like they tell you stop fight gain some things off these people but it's like i already have a thousand of every resource uh and i you know i don't need anything else so it's me just running across the map while i'm trailing like eight bad guys behind me that are actively trying to murder me at every step because if if and if a robot sees you every robot within a hundred miles knows where you are yeah so get a strider and pray basically just run just run on the path and if you see robots just run through them and hope you make it oh no (laughs) overall uh you know what i'm gonna assume i'm gonna let you go first how would you so we rate this game are we still liking the whole platinum gold yeah i like it i gotta tell you i i love it i think as a as a listener i i really like it i think that it's kind of like a unique rating system that fits perfectly here as the person who played this for fun but will eventually get a platinum what would you rate this for fun uh i'd give it a platinum i this was instantly in like my top five games um and i just cannot sing the praises of it enough I'm going to agree. I love everything about the story because it hits all my favorite things. It hits post-apocalyptic. Uh, the whole I love the idea of not really a time loop, but of like a restart loop. I love the ultra technology shit, and I really love sharpshooting bow stuff too. And I love the idea of breaking pieces off. Like Enemies aren't enemies. Enemies are puzzles. It's, oh yeah. no, it's a giant robot the size of the Empire State Building. What do I need to do? Oh, if I tear this off and this off, that'll weaken it. Then I can tear this off. I'll get access to this. And then it'll open up and I can shoot them in the heart. Like, I give this game a platinum for fun. And for trophies, like I said, everything is pretty simple. Nothing is too complicated. With the exception of the DLC trophy of playing it on Ultra Hard, which you don't need to do for the platinum. I would also give this, once again, a platinum. This is a 1 million percent recommend from everybody here. And now, Chris, you didn't play this game. No, I didn't. What but I, I did have a lot of fun, like, watching my wife play it. Because, again, yeah. like, there I'm are... Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My wife. <laughs> I love watching my wife play. Uh, no, yeah, because there, there are a lot of games that... Like, this game, hearing you guys talk about it has... It, it gives me that little bit of uh, a kick in the ass where I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe I'll get to it eventually. Maybe that'll be a game, like, when the PS5 comes out, I can play it with, like the ps5 and shit but like, oh yeah i played this uh so when i played it again to do the dlc and the ultra hard i played it on my ps5 instead of my ps4 this thing loads so fucking fast right oh, and yeah. like you're right in everything is great uh it looks better it runs smoother man if you're not playing this on a ps5 you must be so fucking dumb like who would play this on a ps4 I think that that's going to be the thing that pushes <laughs> us to get... Yes, fucking five. I, I really think that uh, Forbidden West is the thing... I, I've, I, I've actually already asked for a PS5 controller for my birthday. Really? Is that PS5? One. I'm worried... Okay, so I pre-ordered this game, but I pre-ordered the PS4 version comes with because it, it comes with the free upgrade download to PS5. Oh, but yeah. I know what I'm going to do, and it's a sickness, and I know this game will play better on the PS5 version, but I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the game on the PS4 version because I bet... Yeah, you because know, it'll be a way to upload your your save and then yeah. auto pop, and I'll get two platinums for one, and I yeah. won't play the better version. But fuck uh, trophies, I got to do it. 
just uh, just run around in the game for a little bit when you get it on PS5, you know? Yeah, like no, so just so like, that you can see how pretty it looks. I'm, or like if there's a new yeah. game plus again, then do the new game plus on PS5. No, because I'll have to do it on PS4 to get those trophies again. <laughs> I need this trend of games coming out on PS4 and PS5 with upgrade to fucking stop. Yeah. So that like I don't want there are games that's like Resident Evil. I played it on PS5 because they said they weren't going to do the thing where you could upload the save and auto pop. They lied and they did it. So, I mean, they I also said that they would release, you know, Mega Man Legends three in Capcom. Nobody cares about nobody cares about, about Mega that. Man. So, uh, and it, I would play it again on PS4 if it wasn't for that. I'm Fucking just saying there's a pattern of lies uh, at Capcom. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, <laughs> I I need Sony. I understand why Sony's doing this. There's still more people that own PS4s and PS5s. Yes. Well, and then the supply shortage of yeah, it's it's I need PS4 to end, and I need PS5 to be the only thing so that I don't have to keep worrying about double platinuming these games. You know, not to get on a side tangent, I don't think that's going to happen in this generation. And if it does, it's going to be something that's so far in the future. That like that, that will be I don't, that okay. will be when we just go to modular coming, systems. This is coming from the person that still thinks there's going to be a new PS5 next year. I do. I I absolutely think that or there will hot. be a pro model. There I will can't absolutely wait. be yeah. a pro model. Now here's the thing that I'm Theater, worried about. We have a bet on that. We have a bet on that too. We do. You already owe me a hundred dollars. You're not going to pay me. So it's like I'm going to win the <laughs> second bet, and you're not going to pay me on that one. So like, why are you making bets if you're not paying? Well, the second bet's all, the second bet's a gentleman's bet. For a dollar, so, yeah. So that's but I could pay you a hundred dollars. I don't have a hundred dollars. Where am I gonna get a hundred dollars, <laughs> guys? Fans, uh, friends, um, don't give Chris a dollar. So they give me. me no, no. Gift don't me. Gift no. Me. <laughs> Wrong. No. Hey, I have a gift for all of you. What's that? Uh, I have. I have a uh, a call. Oh, caller, call go ahead. Yeah, we got a. We got a first time, long time. First time, long time. With a question for the podcast. Wait, really quick. So yeah, we're giving this game a platinum. It's probably one of the highest rated games oh. we've played. This game rules. Yeah, please. Were you were you gonna give it a platinum you, from a watcher's perspective? Uh, you know what we should. No, oh, yeah. I I wouldn't yes, from a watcher's perspective. Are would, you giving it from watcher's perspective? I think I'd see honestly. Uh, just give it watching something. the no, no. story, it just does everything that I don't like, which is just say, like say something. You're 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 tensing us up. Just what is it? I give a silver from a watch. Good thing that you don't count because you didn't play the game. So you're <laughs> much like your opinion on Melody of Memory. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Melody um, of Memory is a I can't. You never played it. I wanted to. I wanted to 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 put something out before we get into the calls. Really sure. quick. One of my favorite things is ranking and listing things. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Should we have a growing list of all the games that we talk about on this show in order? That we like doing a list of games. So it's like where would we put Horizon Zero Dawn on the list type of thing? Or you is know that what? Too much? But, but right? where would no, the no, no, mystery no. be at the end of the, the year with the the game? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay, yeah. we can't do that. Never mind. You you uh you just killed it. But again, Sorry. if you're wanting a list you can uh you can call soup on her personal phone number which is no you don't know my nope. phone number <laughs> i got it from chris and you can tell them this bit's gonna work you know what i'm gonna just leave this as it is this bit's gonna work right the way it is 
No, because then they're going to know I haven't been actually saying your stuff this whole time. That's oh, that's, oh, yeah. You know what? We got to edit it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so this the bit is that I pretend to always want to try to um, dox, dox Chris, and then they just bleep it, and it's a mm-hmm. it's a funny joke. Yeah. It's it's funny. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you were mad about there not being a list, tweet at Soup, whose Twitter is at at Soupsuka. That's S O U P S U K. Let her know a. that it's all her fault. Anyway, uh, an at the end of your, did you say the A with it? I heard an A. Oh, I did. Yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about the list idea later. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Chris, first time, long time. Yes, uh, we do have uh, a first time long time from our dear friend Kieran says, here's the question. Region locking can be a pain in the ass, but for Ryan, is there a particular game you want to platinum from a different region that you have not been able to get a hold of yet? And I, I think I know the answer to this Thank, one already. Thankfully, well, so, so thankfully, I'd love to hear what you think, but thankfully region locking isn't a problem uh, on PS3. So mm-hmm. PS3 and PS4 aren't region locked. Right. <clears throat> I have several platinums from Europe and... Uh, uh japan i was trying to think if i had any from china or hong kong or korea but i don't that are games from there that are in you know either other languages or eu games that i can get the platinums on that i can't get over here the thing that is region locked is the store in that you can't buy games so like as a person with an american account i can't buy games on the european store could you just oh well if you make unless what i can do what you can do which is this is what those people that are above me that's Uh like when i'm playing that shitty game they're playing it six times what they're doing is they're you on your system you can create a new account and you can put it in a new region and then that'll get access to that store then you buy a game and download it to the system then you switch back to your own system or your own account because anything that's locally downloaded even if it's from another region you can play it right and so that's how somebody that's what i was gonna ask when i'm playing those like that when i'm playing zippy the circle 5c and someone else has played it in here and in europe but to do that you you can't put your credit card in because they'll know uh. this is a credit card from europe what you have to do is you have to import psn cards from another region yeah. and that's the step that that's the reason why i'm only 88 and not like 12 like you know i <laughs> I haven't gone crazy enough to do that step of investing thousands of dollars in importing European PSN cards. Right. Yeah, I think if you got to that step, we might have to have like an intervention. <laughs> the thing the, now to that extent, though, the thing I guess the best way I'd answer this is what's a game that I wish I could play, but I can't. It'd be more because of language base, which is I would love to get even more Persona 5 Platinums, but I don't speak Jap- or I can't read Japanese, Korean and Chinese, which are the other three versions of that game that I cannot get. Like what do you think I was going to say? Memorial. Oh, Tokimiki Memorial. Yeah, that that game uh, is something I recently found out about that I would love to play. But once again, I don't speak Japanese. I I have a friend that uh, inspired by the the Tim Rogers. Uh, That's video. how I found out about it. That's how yes. I found out about it. Oh my god, I love Tim Rogers. But anyway, yeah, uh, inspired by the Tim Rogers video over that show has begun uh, learning Japanese uh, just That's so good. that they can play I it. Want the, I also want, this is why I keep saying Sony buy Konami, because they buy Konami and then you put out a version of Tokimeki Memorial on the PS5 that you finally fucking translate and you give it a platinum <laughs> trophy and then I get the platinum trophy in Tokimeki Memorial. Uh does that question really do you guys have an answer to that or i guess what's a game that you wish from another region that you wish you could play because like i said that's not really a problem i have five platinums in control and four of them are 
two, four, one, two, three of them are from, two of them are from Japan and one is from Europe because they play in my system, but they're all in English. Like I have uh, the Platinum in Kick-Ass 2, which is a game that was only made on the PS3 uh, physically in France. And I have a copy of that. What a weird... I have a couple games that were from Japan that were visual novels that I found a site that was like, pick this one, pick this one. And it's like, yeah, I know you don't read Japanese. Just when you get to this, look at these symbols. Do they match up? Pick the third one. And so like, I've done that before. So that's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple, like I bought a copy of uh, final fantasy eight because they only sell that digitally here, but they made a physical copy in the UK and so I imported that just to have it. So now I have a physical copy of Final Fantasy VIII Remastered for PS4. Nice. I, yeah. There's a uh, Japan did a Final Fantasy IX Remaster uh, physical copy. Yeah. Need to get it just so that, you know, it's my favorite game of all time. I got to have all the well, physical, they they, like, they made a Final Fantasy IX physical version for Switch in English. Did did they? Like, yeah. For, for Switch, for America. Yeah. What I'm the fuck? almost entirely sure. Was it available like in store? Because I've never seen it in a store, and I know that if I did see it, I'd instantly grab it. Um, but granted, I mean, I guess yeah, I it's uh, there, so. it's uh, you can get it on Amazon right now for fifty bucks. Well, fuck. I know well, somebody's gonna... birthday present. Then maybe. <laughs> forget um, forget this before your birthday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hold on. Uh, here it is. Here's a link. No, send me. Oh, send me the link. Yeah, I sent you the link. <laughs> Uh, 52.90 my apologies not 50 bucks i i would say like for me with that's not the seven and eight remastered twin pack for uh for twitch or for switch not for twitch (laughs) anyway yeah what are you gonna answer yeah uh to to answer the the question you posed me like if there's a game uh that you know in a different region i wish i could play is that i've never really had a problem with that because i just love importing new consoles so uh if like i mean it's mostly japanese games you know uh the gamecube is one of my favorite consoles of all time so when i was in japan i just bought a japanese gamecube and then i just bought a bunch of japanese games obviously so uh no i've i usually if there's a game i want to play i go out and get it like i will find a way to make sure that that happens um granted uh this question does have like a second part to it which is just and for blaze uh is there a game you played but never bought in Japan and wish you would have uh, and brought it back with you? And then says, hugs and disgusting west- wet kisses, Kieran. Um, to, but, which is to, to um, go with that answer, it, it's I kind of just answered it uh, right before. What, what yeah, what's everything. the question? Uh, is there a game that like I would have played in Japan but maybe not have brought it back to the States with me? You're like, is can you... You would have lived there at the time. Were there like blockbusters? Could you rent games? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, oh, yeah. there's a like renting is a huge thing in Japan. I just never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because um, the thing is, is because like DVDs for anime are are like is it insanely like, is expensive. It media like media in Japan is like it's more expensive. expensive. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Very expensive. It's it's, it's a luxury item. So like, yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit more. Like I know um. But food when is it, cheap as fuck. Oh right? yeah, food's way yeah. cheap. But like when a new game would come out, because uh, there were a couple of games that we ended up just buying in Japanese, like Breath of the Wild being one of them. I think we ended up paying like maybe like eighty five dollars to ninety dollars for that game oh. instead of paying like seventy dollars for it or whatever it is. is. Uh, 
is the switch i you know i don't really think about region lock anymore because nothing sony is region locked past the ps2 right. the the switch uh, is region the, free. is the is the Switch's reason for, was yeah. was the GameCube region locked? Yes, it was region locked. Was the Wii region locked? Yes. I was the believe. Wii U region locked? I believe so. I think the Switch is the so first one. Switch is the first one. I believe so. It's yeah. nice that region locking is not a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're kind of to that point where, like, globalization is more of a thing. Yeah. Um, and, like... I, as funny as this statement is, it's easier to get around the world now and travel yeah, well, here, and do all that no. stuff as here's a world. What I need but... next. Here's what I need next. Any game, regardless of what region it's in, should have language options. So it's like, yes, yes the Japanese copy of Persona 5 is played in Japanese and the American copy is played in, in English. That's... But at any time, you can switch the languages to anything and do this on a system level like the game... You know, well, I guess you can't do it on a system level. The game has to be translated by somebody. But like, just translate every game everywhere so that yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. can play Japanese games, and I can come over here. And because I don't speak Japanese, doesn't mean I can't platinum Persona Five like <laughs> six four times. Well, Let me play that game six. I'll pl- hey, I'll play fucking. I, I'm a fucking <laughs> crack addict over here. I'll play Persona Royal three more times than normal, and I'll fucking uh, you know I've never dated. There's some girls in there I've never dated, and so I can play that whole game again, and it's technically <laughs> different because what would be cool if maybe this time I uh, dated the fortune teller girl or the one that Hafumi who plays um uh what's that what's that game Shogi? I don't know what that's like because <laughs> I, every time I only ever date one girl because I don't want to get the bad ending where they find out and they beat you up. So I've only dated three girls in that game. I've dated Anne. I I've dated uh, the new girl when I played Persona Royal the first time, and then I dated the teacher, uh, Kayakami, because what's up? So I was like, I can still date Makoto, I can still date Aung, I can still date uh, Taitakemi, the goth doctor. Let me play that game more times. Sony, play, let me play that game more times. Make the game in English in every region so I can play the game like eight more times. Well, that's what I like about uh, Nintendo's done a big push for that lately. Like, most games... I like um, Persona 5. That I know, but like most like switch games that you buy uh even in japan like whenever we would put the the game into the thing it would immediately just ask you oh what what region are you playing this in oh you're playing yeah. in english got it oh you want to play in japanese got it you want to play in italian sure why not like it it that's Uh-oh. one thing i really do like about nintendo's games lately yeah. is that and granted they have less yeah. to translate but they it's do just have, still kind of nice that they you have to translate it. i'm not gonna win and that's yeah. all i gotta do like <laughs> Persona is a lot of fucking text, but it's yeah. You've already translated it. Just take the English patch yep. that you put in the Persona Five. Well, it did take it like two Persona years 5. for Persona Five Japanese to come out, right? Version. Yeah, yeah, and I know this is here's the thing. This is a stupid thing that I only want so that I could get the trophies again. I have, of course, could do all that by going and playing the game again. And little secret, I'll let you in on. I've played that game even after I've gotten the platinum trophy. Just to play it some more <laughs> because I love that game. Um, Such a good fine. game. But give me more platinum. I only have three right. Persona trophies because also there's a Perso- there's a PS3 version of Persona Five, but they made the trophy list stack. The one nice thing about the PS4 and PS5 is they don't stack. So if it is a game I want to play again, I can. But it's like I can't get the PS3 platinum because it shares a platinum with the PS4 version. It's like why Aww. why not let Ryan play game again? <laughs> What's the next call? Uh thank no, you, that, thank you, Karen. That, yeah, thank that's you, Karen. the call. Karen, I but hope those also, were satisfactory answers no, for you. <laughs> but also, there's the, the there is a pandemic. Do not no kisses. Uh, yeah. No, there is another email. Or I'm sorry, there is another call. Go ahead. There is. Yeah, I, big follows, dude. 
Big follows. Read, read the fucking email that someone was like wanted. Oh man, I already time. deleted that. The, uh, we uh, got we got some. This great is how spam. I know. This is how I know we're making it. We got an email. I'm sorry, we got a call we from someone saying, "Hey, uh, I see that you make a thing. Uh, would you like to monetize?" But it's definitely like a phishing scam. Yeah, like, it totally. It's like, oh hey, follow, hey, your podcast did this well last month. Uh, we, we can make it better. Uh, yeah, big follows. <laughs> big follows. Oh, this has been man. a long episode of this show. It has, but it's been a good one. I, I really enjoyed listening uh, more about Horizon, right. even though I haven't played it. All right, <laughs> shut up. Now the moment I've been waiting for. Oh, fuck. All right, here we go. What <laughs> are we going little, to play little, next? Little because apparently... <laughs> Ryan's got a bit. Little inside oh, okay. baseball. Little inside baseball. Chris and I have a document where we's like we should talk about these games we should talk about these games and the games we had coming up were games like mass effect and dragon quest and i on my own have decided fuck that here's the thing and chris i want to seriously talk to you about this yeah all the all of the uh except for today this was the first one mm-hmm. all of the games that we've talked about have been part of franchises yeah. Including today, every game we've talked about has been a multi-platform, like a bestseller. Everyone knows about these games. We're talking about shit that people have already talked about ad nauseum. I get why the people are listening. It's because they want to hear us talk about them. And sure. like that's very special to me. But we're talking about games that don't need to be talked about. I want to talk about weird shit. Okay. I want to talk about games that... Why is anyone bringing this up in 2022? And so... My goal for the next few episodes that I get to pick is to go off the fucking rails. I'm picking things that no one would want to talk about because they're either like terrible or who the fuck remembers this or what the fuck is the the point of this. So I've picked up a game. I've started playing it sort of because I picked up a PS3 game, which is a sequel to no, a game no. from the year 2000. Don't. Oh, Okay. Well, oh, what? What? That's hold, scary. Hold your, hold, I, hold your thoughts. Hold your thoughts. Okay, okay. Hold your thoughts. I want to hear them afterwards. I've picked a game that is a sequel that comes with its original game as DLC downloadable content. I've wanted to play this game for a while for a couple of reasons. Number one, it is based on a different IP that is something that I generally like. Mm-hmm. Number two, it seems fucking dumb. And number three, the person who made it's got one of the dumbest names I've ever heard of in my entire life, and I love it. We are going to be playing American McGee's Alice. Oh, okay. And American oh. McGee's Alice Madness Returns. I've played those games. Oh, shit. So awesome. Okay. I, I own these games, even. <laughs> I thought I'd pick something weird, because I've heard nothing about how this game is basically Hot Topic bullshit forever. Mm-hmm. It's like it absolutely is in an insane asylum. Alice is a game crazy, and she's got a knife. Alice is a game that like uh, that was middle school for me. Uh, That was a game that we talked about a lot in like middle school, going into high school, and then whenever the sequel was coming around, we were like, "Ooh, okay, let's see how this goes." And but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, All right, I'm. I haven't played these games in fucking years. I thought this was going to be some weird thing that no one ever remembers. That is just like, who the fuck cares about American McGee's Alice? (laughs) What do you think I was going to say? Now I'm worried. When you were like, oh shit, I'm worried. I was was really fucking worried you were going to make me play a stupid fucking Family Guy game. (laughs) And I'm telling you right now, that is not happening. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't. 
think there's any. I, I want a game that we can actually talk about. I want some meat on a game, mm-hmm. and I feel like the Family Guy discussion would just be it's fucking fam. And be like, hey, remember that time that this fucking show fucking stuck? No, but expect over the next few months. Like, if you still want to talk about Dragon Quest and Mass Effect, yeah, that's great. Those are your picks. My picks. We're getting weird with it. 2022 is the is the year of weird. Okay. Oh, you you gotta wait on Mass Effect because I I gotta beat it still. <laughs> are you? Are we just okay? Hold on. Quick, t- like quick huddle over here, Chris uh-huh. over here. Are we yeah. just addling soup as the third permanent member of this podcast? The third permanent. Yeah. Is it just the three of us now instead of the two of us? Is that what we're doing? Or is it? Or, or 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 is it going to be like every once in a while she comes on? I'm fine with either. What are you thinking? I think we should hold this discussion <laughs> somewhere what? else <laughs> no why are we, no come on i don't know uh it's just you and me no one's listening everyone at home don't listen to this part so, did you like doing this yeah i actually enjoyed my time do you want to do it more often yeah sure Okay, maybe 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 we make soup a permanent member of this podcast. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk. Well, that's the call of the week. Caller, call in and with the, just simply just type uh, soup or no soup. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it in everyone else's hands. You uh, gotta decide say, the joke. Hey, if you like soup, bring it on. Say yes, soup for you or no soup for you. I'm 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 right with you, Ryan. No, I can just, go either just, way. Just put just email. Uh, sorry, call us in with a JPEG of a can of soup or the soup Nazi from uh, <laughs> a GIF of the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> that, that would be something. Do a, a GIF of the, that soup store meme that everybody, every time that they first hear my nickname, they're I don't like, do that. I the, don't know that the Code one. Geass one? Yeah, the Code Geass. It's like an anime. I take back everything I said. This is too much anime. <laughs> Never mind. They're both fired, and this podcast is just me now. Uh, this has been a great episode. I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us, Soup. Thank yeah, you, thank Soup. you guys thank for you. having me. Thank you for taking the reins on this one, because... Holy... Yeah, next time, play the fucking right. game. What the fuck? Play no, the game that's... <laughs> see but this is this is actually one thing that i did want to like i i said when we were getting into the game discussion is that this is one way that me and my wife like to play games together it's because uh, it's it's hard for are you, to, are you trying to drive it in that i'm alone and sad and i play all these games by myself no no no, no 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 that's no, no. for this wow, from it wow wow <laughs> uh, first first we you know we had this whole sad boy rad boy and it's like well i'm gonna make ryan a sad boy because i you know, so i know what it is now you're trying to make me sad but it won't work you know why because i have something that'll always make me happy Oh, yeah. And it's my PlayStation trophies because <laughs> I have so many because I have more trophies than you. Here we go. <laughs>
That's D-R underscore R-Y-A-N. Dr. Underscore Ryan on both Twitch and Twitter. And follow Chris on Twitter at Burezu in Japan. Now, I, I know I know what you're thinking. Don't worry, I'm going to spell it out for you right now. That's B-U-R-E-Z-U-I-N-J-A-P-A-N. It's all one word, Burezu in Japan on Twitter. And... When they are streaming, you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze TK. That's B-L-A-Z-E, the letter T, the letter K on Twitch. Blaze TK. Thank you again so much, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.